Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I'm your host, Kyron Morrison, and I am joined by my good friend and co-host, Joel McDonald. How are you doing, sir? Uh, I'm pretty good after today. Like, honestly. Yeah, well, I mean, we can it's... we can talk a bit about the non-video game stuff from today in yeah. our pre-episode banter, if you would like, in our early episode banter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll do the, the pleasantries first. How are you doing? I'm though, doing... Sir? Doing well, doing well. Ooh. I um, took the plunge and got a soundbar the other day, so I'm currently enjoying hey. the pleasures of not a TV speaker, and mm-hmm. it's good. I don't know how and I lived with it for so long. Exactly. Welcome to never going back ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, oh. we. I remember I bought one. I bought my first one years ago, and I've never gone back since. It that that one started dying, and I was I said to Ash, I was like. Soundbar's going down. She's like, cool, we need a new one. <laughs> so we went shopping and got another one. Yeah, um, well, but yeah. I put it off for so long, but um, I happened to have a way to get one easily. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like, It's a good investment. I haven't had been able to enjoy much of it so far, mostly just Battletoads. But even just having the music coming out of that and sounding so nice yep. was just, it was worth it. Even simple things like running, either either running it through like an app on, on the TV or the PlayStation or um, via Bluetooth, but having Spotify, just being able to play Yeah, well, that's the thing. Spotify yeah, on it, it does have wireless as well, so I can just Bluetooth in my, my Spotify at any point. Just yep. nifty so, and handy. Super handy. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, today was good. Yeah, the, um, so full yeah. disclosure for me at least, like I, I don't hate DC. I just don't have any real investment in any of their properties. Yeah, I'm sort of in the same camp. Like I'm interested because I, I like just superhero shit in general yeah like and i want to like dc stuff it's just that marvel has appealed to me much more over the years so i'm way more invested in that but i just wanted to put that out there because having said that a lot of the stuff i saw today i'm actually pretty excited for yeah like yeah well, I mean, we'll touch on the, yeah, like you, like you said, the video yeah, game stuff game later, stuff on, is later but... which I denied you the right to talk about earlier, like a couple, like that, last episode. That, that's totally fine. Um, and cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about it this episode, but, um, yeah, we, I mean, in terms of like movie stuff, we got like a behind the scenes look at, uh, Suicide Squad and a really cool stylized, like cast and characters announcement for, um, for Suicide Squad, which was awesome. I actually went. And I, I shazammed that song, that's that uh, in that like um, character trailer, because I was like, this is really good. And I was like, I went to the supermarket before, and I was like listening to that in the car on the way there. And I'm like, this is a good song. Hey, uh, James um, Gunn, if you could do me a solid and just make your Spotify public so I could follow you and see what you're listening to, because you got pretty good taste in music. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I mean, the big news of the day in terms of the non-video game news is the Batman. Um, Matt Reeves, the Batman, starring Robert Pattinson. Yeah, an early, uh, an early glimpse. Oh boy, it looks really good. <laughs> I know, I know there was a lot really of really good. I mean, I don't want to say there was a lot of doubt because I think there are enough people now who trust in Pattinson as an actor. But uh, I think yep. there was some concern. But having, I, I wanted to believe just because it was just, it was an interesting choice to play. Batman, yep. and uh, I wanted to believe, and like having watched this trailer, I have to say that I am very excited to see this film. Yes, hundred percent, and like I'm excited to see this film for like a multitude of reasons. But like Pattinson's Batman is one of them. Mm. He looks 
brutal at one particular point. It's he's vengeance. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely brutal. I th- and I was I, like, I think they said it was in year two of his stint as Batman, like um, as Br- okay. Bruce Wayne's stint. And I think again, not that I think the show needs to exist or whatever, but there's like that Gotham City right procedural cop show they're doing for HBO Max, which is apparently set during year one. So I, right. I don't know, man. But yeah, either way, very early on in uh, Bruce Wayne's career as the Batman. But I'm very yeah. interested. I like the direction they're sort of going with Riddler as well. Seems really interesting. Mm. Yes. Yeah. It's not like... Because Riddler's always just been campy. Like, that's how he's always been. He's never gotten the full, like, for lack of better word, like, gritty reboot treatment. It's true. Um, like, even, and- even when everyone was gritty and... In the Arkham games, Riddler was still yeah. pretty whimsical. Oh yeah, and he to be was fair, still... completely annoying when you were like, "No, Riddler, I don't want to solve the eight hundredth annoying little Riddler puzzle. I just don't want to." Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm, I am sort of all in on that movie now. That movie is shut up my uh, anticipation lists now, which is cool. I'm very excited to see. Yeah, I'm ho- hopeful for it. Um. Just want to believe. I want to believe, honestly. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was also the announcement, like the the trailer for the Snyder Cut of Justice League, but I could care less about that. I could not care less. I really don't want to devote much conversation to it, but I do want to no. point out, everyone's seen it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. The tweet he put up today, good God, my friends. Like, you're, like yep. it's not, like, I don't want to hate this movie, but sometimes when I see his the way he speaks, the way he tweets, I'm like, I just don't care. It The irony behind that tweet of the fact that calling out someone for being a child and this is a, a movie for grown-ups, well, when in the way that he acted is fucking childish yeah, as well. Like, I do, I don't, I, I think it was mostly aimed at the fact that there must have been like a leaked version, a le- leaked video of the trailer already going around the net. Yeah. And I think that's I how think the like guy who he yeah. like, quote tweeted watched it and he was just mostly calling him out on that but just again not a great way to do it and sorry dude leaks happen i don't know what you want me to say uh yeah. but joel if you're interested that movie that will be all up a four hour experience yeah isn't it being broken up into hour segments yeah across hbo max so like one hour segments. fucking yeah good on you milk that shit they have to right because I'm, I'm sure they get they're aiming for a lot of um subs out of that yeah true and no matter I... no matter the quality of the film it doesn't matter like the people who want that film will never be able to really admit either way. So no, anyway, I, but the thing is I could care less. So yes, but, me too. But yeah, in terms of, in terms of like suicide squad, I am, I, I want to like suicide squad so badly. Me too. It feels like something that it is, and we've spoken about this before, but I really do. And I, I, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be James Gunn. Like James Gunn has he, me hopeful in this and, and the cast is pretty good as well. Oh yeah, I, I and it's so the cast is wild. It's huge. Like, Fula Borg is in it as a main character, and like, sure, let's go. Like Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Is he bringing oh. his mustache? Have you seen oh, his my mustache? God. I actually haven't. Joel, when this recording is over, right. I'm gonna have to ask you to go and look at Nathan Fillion with his mustache. All right, all right, I'll, I'll check it out. Um, but yeah, then you've got people like fucking Idris Elba, and then you've got John Cena. John Cena, and, that's oh. right. Michael Rooker's in it. Michael Rooker with an amazing wig. Like, yeah. that wig is just stunningly awful, and I love it. Sean Gunn's um, been brought along for a ride. As another anthropomorphic animal. character. <laughs> it's great. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, just a really no, good I, cast. Idris Elba. Yeah, I'm good so cast. in. I, I'm at this stage. I'm so in, and I'm ready to be like pumped at that about that polka dot man's in it. Like fucking, let's go. Before let's go. before this DC fandom, I had no idea who like King Shark or whatever his name is. No, King Shark. No idea who he was. Right now, he's my favorite DC character. Um, if you want some more King Shark action, uh, it's now on Amazon Prime. Uh, the Harley Quinn animated TV I show. I have that, heard that, that he's great in that. <laughs> he's fucking awesome in that. I mean, everyone is. That show's really good. Um, Consider me a big fan of King Shark right now, right yeah, where I'm at. Yeah. 2021 is going to be the year of King the Shark. Of King Let's Shark. go. Uh, Let's go. I also do want to bring attention, even though it's not, it wasn't a new announcement. We got a new trailer for Wonder Woman, and I'm still sort of looking oh, yes, forward to did. that. And I just yes. wish I knew when cinemas would be open so I could go and watch it. Yeah, my my only disappointment with that trailer was the fact that we didn't get the the Wonder Woman thing. I know, saving it for. I movie. was waiting for it. I'm like, come on, do it. I'll be honest. A couple of good jokes that I laughed at though. Yeah, like, oh, I, I yeah. really liked Chris Pine's character so confidently getting into a jet. <laughs> They won't be able to shoot us now. They, they won't be able to get us now. It's like uh, I hate to draw attention to this, but radar. Yeah. <laughs> are they gonna? Sh- are they gonna shoot at us? That one and, that- and the fanny bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, like, with the parachute pants. Yeah, so it's like parachute pants. Really? Does everyone parachute now? He's like just this this so guy good. from like you know nineteen twenties or whatever, and just brought into the nineteen eighties like, and just being confused at everything. Sort of what I kind like. I I kind of wish we got more of Captain America like that. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, very like a couple of good jokes in there. Very excited to see that movie. Um, Some great action too. Getting to see Cheetah Cheetah actually fighting as well and like in full Cheetah form. See the memes going around. Oh no! Oh, is it about cats? It's a picture of cats, which is like Wonder Woman eight nineteen eighty four like pictured. Yeah, I saw I saw someone tweet saying it was like it's good to see the the crossover between cats and Wonder Woman eighty four. But yeah, anytime I see Gal Gadot in that that gold armor Powerful. with the wings, oh, mwah, Italian chef gears. She like, anyway, Wonder Woman was the thing that sort of gave me hope for the DCEU. So. Yeah, it's one of the three that I've seen. So, <laughs> and I like two of them. Um, Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah, but uh, I think if there's anything else you want to talk about from uh, that event this weekend, nah, not particularly. I don't think, I don't think there is anything else really. There's some like little comic book stuff but i mean i i am so far out of comic books I mean, we, got, so we got a cool like concept art video for black adam by that's true australia's yeah. own boss logic doing the art there it was pretty cool yep narrated by the rock himself yes. i mean you'll kind of have to see that movie because it's got the rock in it absolutely and, like i cannot deny that man's charisma like fuck no no like he, he like he, when he was doing character creation like he clearly broke something because he's maxed all those sliders oh yeah it's not fair <laughs> He's too good for us. We don't deserve The Rock. We don't deserve Dwayne Johnson. No, we don't. But no. um, all right, then. Well, if that's all there is there, then I think it's time to move straight along to the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. So our quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment. And we've got a couple of games we share this week. But before we jump right in, I do want to take this moment just to be like, I finished, I, did, I completed my Metroid Prime trilogy run in like, in the space of a week and a half, and I can confidently yep. come back to you with a definitive ranking, and it's Metroid Prime 1, Metroid Prime 2, Metroid Prime 3. Oh, okay. Not surprising. Uh, I honestly just, I always forget how much I actually like Metroid Prime 2, and Metroid Prime 3 being on the bottom isn't 
like it's still a really good game but yeah, yeah. it's like when you say it's like when you say like at a certain point in time like you know a bug's life was like the lowest ranking disney pixar movie still a great movie yeah yeah so rewatched it recently and it's great apart from the fact kevin spacey's in it but um yeah like it, it's it's like you know it's the lowest of the tier it doesn't mean it's bad yeah exactly yeah, uh, I just wanted to get out of the way, and I, I'm continuing to play more Metroid because screw it, right? Like, who knows when I'm going to see Samus again? So I've got to make the most of uh, just making every August to be Metroid month at this point. But um, yeah, where do you want to start, Joel? We've we've got two shared games. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to dip into the one you've the one that you've been playing solo that you've only grazed the the shallow waters for? Sure. Um, so. I mean, this sort of ties into one of our stories this week, like later on, but um, during uh, the, the Nintendo Indie Direct that happened last week, a um, bunch of shadow drops, and one of them was uh, Spiritfarer, uh, which is a game that I was sort of, you know, keeping an eye on. One, because it looks gorgeous. If you've ever seen a trailer for it or anything like that, it's stuck. This, the animation in this game is phenomenal, but um, it's also in my fantasy league, and it's netted me... Quite a few points, so uh, I'm pretty happy with it that one. It was a good pickup. I honestly, sometimes I forget who has what drafted, and when I saw it, like with a shadow drop, I'm like, "Shit, is it dropped? Yeah, it's drafted. Fuck." Yep. I I was like, that was one of my. I think it's like my fourth or fifth pick too. Yeah, it was a good I, pick. I, strong pick. I remember scrolling through, and I was like, "I've heard good things about this." So, um, and so I, it's also on uh, Game Pass. So you can you can play it on Game Pass, drop day and date on Game Pass. So and if like, you want to buy it, I think it's slightly cheaper on PS4. I think it was like $37 or something when I checked it there. I think it's cool. like $40-odd th- on Switch. Yeah, it, it does. Have, it, it's a little bit cheaper at the moment. It's on sale because there's a big indie sale going on as well. Good and sale. Part of it. Absolutely recommend Fucking checking it out. Fucking good sale. Or don't if you yeah, well, don't want to well. spend money. Like yeah, I think my I, I wish added... list has like forty games on it now, and I yeah, I added a few more to mine. I'm screwed. Like I'm never going to finish the games I have, let alone the ones yep. I added. Yeah, I almost bought River City Girls this week. It was, it was so close. There's but... like three or four indies I'm I'm looking at. Like if yeah. if the eShop had a cart like the PS4, like the PSN does. Like yep. in the, when it comes to the PSN sales, if there's a good game, I'm like add to cart. And then I'll think yep. about it. <laughs> it's like one step closer to like commitment. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I decided, cause you know, I'm paying for game pass and not saying, you know, I'm not using it cause I am cause I quite like it. But um, uh, I was like, screw it. I'll queue it up. Uh, and I played, I think two, three hours of it. Maybe I, very early on in the game. Um, I did look up how long it is. Apparently it's like 35 hours long. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, a, it's a, full it's a game, maybe. Yeah, it's a big boy. And um, I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to chip away at this. I'll, I'm going to try and aim to finish it by end of the year because I feel like it's a game that could be, um, that will be talked about at the end of the year. Um, just from the little bit that I've played. Uh, but again, if you've seen a trailer for it, it's stunning. It has this beautiful, like, borderline anime art style. And it's just, it's amazing. And it's gorgeous to look at. Um, the soundtrack yeah. is very serene and chill. Um, I would say that, like, as far as, like, the 2D hand-drawn art style guys out there, like, Thunder Lotus are honestly probably the best. Like, I haven't even played Jotun yet. It's, like, one of the games on the indie eShop sale right now. It's, like, five bucks. I'm like, yep. I should just buy it for five bucks. 
But uh, what I played of Sundered, which was their rogue, like well, not their rogue, like was a procedural, procedurally generated Metroidvania game. Uh, mm-hmm. Mechanically, it didn't work for me, but, but visually, it's a treat. Like that game is a treat to watch, to play, to just enjoy. It's just sadly like, the gameplay doesn't the, the um world design being random hurts it. But yeah, they just right. make gorgeous looking games and Spiritfarer from what I played of it in the Steam Summer Festival is just no exception. It just looks incredible. Yeah, uh it's it like playing it on my like like you know big fifty five inch TV it was just like oh this is great. It had like all the lights off except for like my backlit like my my lamp I have sitting behind the TV. So I had like this nice ambient lighting. It was a really cold night. I had the heater on and I was like that that right level of like toasty warm, but you could still feel the cold where you were like comfortable. It it was fucking I love, perfect. I, I love being aware of a short warm. Yep. Yeah, and I just had a shower as well. I was like, I'm going to have a shower. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to relax. I cracked a beer and I was like, this is great. Um, so the basic premise of the game is you become a spirit fairer, um, which is basically the person who sort of shepherds spirits into the afterlife. Um, and you start the game and you meet the old spirit fairer, um, which is, I can't remember his name. It's this big hulking monster looking thing, like shadow hood sort of like kind of grim reaper looking kind of guy. Um, he basically fills you in. He's like, Hey, I'm moving on. Um, and you're here. You're the new spirit fairer. So you're going to need a boat. Peace. Um, and he goes through this gate and disappears, which is very reminiscent to, I will not say what it's referencing because that will give things away. But if you know, you know, if, uh, in terms of walking through a door and disappearing, um, if you've seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about. So Kyron knows, I can see right now, <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, and... Uh, and then you start the game, you have this boat, it's all 2D, like side side on 2D. Um, and you meet a, a character called Gwen, I think her name is. And she's sort of like a deer spirit. Uh, she seems to know you. And that's the thing I've noticed with a lot of the... I've met two other spirits now as well. They all know you, which I think the character's name is Stella. They all know Stella. And they act, they're like, oh my God, remember? And, you know, talking to you like, they know you intimately or not intimately, but like pretty closely, um, which is interesting as I, I, where I'm thinking about where things are going, what could potentially go with this, like this game and this story. Um, but the idea of being a spirit fairy is you're trying to like, you know, make people nice and comfortable and sort of finish their like unfinished business before helping them move on. Um, and so, yeah, you get this boat and you've got to build it up and you've got to like, you know, have like you know accommodation for for the spirits to stay you've got to have like a kitchen so you can cook food because you've got to try and at its core it's a management sim so you've got to try and manage people's like emotions and stuff very like sims like but a lot more a lot less taxing um i was a bit concerned about that i was like is this going to get really difficult like juggling three or four people on the boat running back and forward nah it's super chill um it's like I can't see how it will be a detriment if I neglect. I think they'll they're down the track. If you did it enough, I, th- I feel like there'd be like, um, like detriments to your progress maybe in the game. But um, if you miss one thing, they're not super upset. It takes a while to sort of upset them really. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, so you go to travel around, you pull up, there's like a map that you pull up and you can like pick islands that you can go to to get resources and visit new towns. Um, and yeah, you've just got to, you know, pick up these spirits and help them move on. Uh, and like I said, where I left off, um, I had two more spirits on the boat along with Gwen. Uh, and I think it's her name, Gwen, anyway. And uh, yeah, they're all like, they all take the, sh- the form of like, Basically, like a spirit animal. I'm getting the vibe. They're all animals, anyway. I mean, um, you've seen like the the alternative names people have given this game, right? No, oh no. And stuff like um, it's like plays on Animal Crossing because it's about crossing over. That's like animals, Animal Crossings, and animals crossing and all that sort of stuff. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So has the I, game I, ruined you yet emotionally or not? Is it, it too, hasn't. too early? Okay. It's too early. Um. But I'm. I'm I, the worst part is I can feel it lulling me into a, like a, like a false sense of security uh, when I know that that's eventually going to come. Um, because I mean, it's not really a spoiler or anything. It's in some of the trailers. You can see that that's, and also like, I mean, the job title of being a spirit fairy, you can kind of like put two and two together. Like you're going to basically about, spend time with these characters, make them comfortable and then have to say goodbye to them. And yeah, which I reckon there's, which is, there's definitely potential there to just ruin people. Which is why I'm concerned that all of these like, main spirits that i'm meeting that are coming on this journey with me know me i mean it could be you. that's what's that's what's fucking concerning like yeah it's um but yeah it's i'm very early on um there's some like basic platforming stuff i have seen in some of the trailers that you can there's a bit more um sort of in-depth platforming stuff later on i think uh yeah, i just gonna I- double jump I recall in the Steam demo, yeah, there was definitely some abilities you could pick up. Uh, mm. Like, I know that in some of the platforms, you would be able to cut through the interiors of houses. Yeah. Uh, have you done the fishing um, stuff yet? I have. I yeah. just got I fishing just got the, the upgrade of the fishing, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like planting crops and stuff and watering them and, and have using you them. Have had much of a chance to build the house the houses on the boat yet? I've, I've So, all I've built so far is I've built, like, the basic accommodation... I've built the kitchen. Yeah. I've built the garden and the field. That's nice. all I've built so far. But I have upgraded my boat once, so I've got plenty of space at the moment. Yeah. Um, which brings me to my next point, which is shout out to the shark that runs the shipyard. I think his name's Alfred. Um, because I think it's called oh, Albert, something like that with an A. Um, makes amazing dad jokes every time. Um, there was one about corn that I was like, I'm going to remember this to bring up on the show and I've forgotten it, but it's one of his early ones. You can talk to him because you can basically like at certain points, talk to all the characters. Um, if you go up to him and hit, uh, like hit a button, you can, it brings up like a radial menu, almost like a half radial menu where you can select things like talk. If they're available, you can give them food, uh, and that you can pull up their like stats. So you can see what kinds of food that they like once you figure it out. Um, like for instance, Gwen really likes coffee. It's her favorite food. Excellent. Yeah. So I, I, when I got the ability to grow coffee beans, I was like, I know what I need to do. And I gave her one and she was super happy. <laughs> she was like, this is the best coffee I've ever had. I think she said, this is a damn good cup of coffee or something very similar. And I was, I thought of you, Karen. A, a game um, after my heart already. <laughs> it was something very similar. It may, it may not have been exactly the, the quote, but um, yeah, I, I definitely thought of you when it happened, but um. And then there's also an option to hug them. You just hug everyone and it's great. And every time you do it, they thank you for it. They're like, oh, that's really nice. I'm waiting for the moment where someone's just like, hang on. No, we don't know each other that well yet. Um, but yeah, it's got like a, yeah, it's, it's like a day night cycle as well. So you, when you pick a point to travel on the map, it'll like progress time. Um, I think even if you're standing stationary as well, uh, yeah, when I it gets I to like, it does. 
yeah, when it gets to like there's a there's night time and then there's a certain part of night where all the spirits on your boat will go to bed and your boat will stop because you can't move anymore. Um, that's something about the boat as well. Um, you get this thing called the I can't remember the exact name of it, like the spirit light or something like that. It's basically this thing that's in a staff that you've got that you use for most things. Um, and when um, at night time it stops working because it runs the boat. It's the main power source for the boat. So at night it's just like, you should be asleep for this part. You can go upstairs and sleep till morning. Um, but with that light thing, she um, Stella, when she's like, her idle animations are so great. She like starts like hacky sacking it around and then she turns it into like a yo-yo and starts doing tricks with it. And I'm like, oh, this is, I just want to watch this. Um, like I said, they're cool. like the animations and their art's just incredible. Yeah. And she also has a cat as well. It's amazing. This cute little cat. Um, it has an adorable name. Again, I've forgotten it. I'm very early on in the game, but um, that's my aim this week. I think I'm going to get back to do, playing a little bit more of that because it's just, it is cozy. Like if you want something that's just going to be really cozy that eventually is going to like force you into a good cry, if that's something you're after, because I love a good cry. I'm not afraid to Who say doesn't? it. doesn't? Love it. It's great. It's cathartic. Everyone should do it and not be ashamed of it. It's fucking brilliant. Nothing uh, wrong and with a cry. Fucking A. And, and, and it's great when you have, like, these kinds of outlets to do that. Um, I was watching, for instance, I was watching a top ten list the other day of, like, saddest Pixar moments or Disney moments. Top 20 Pixar uh, Disney moments, like, that are sad. I was watching it with my wife. Uh, and it got to the Toy Story 3 part. Still, I didn't even have to have the context of, like, watching the whole movie. I, that scene, like, that end scene starts, or they show screenshots from it. I'm in tears. Like, it's not even... There's no, it's like zero to a hundred every time. I, if I keep thinking about it, I'll start crying now. But, um, but yeah, I think it's, uh, it's definitely worth checking out. And if you've got Game Pass, it's a no brainer. Like you, you should definitely be checking this out. Um, uh, there is, there is a demo on Steam as well. If you're like, yep. if you don't have Game Pass, maybe you don't have Xbox, but you've got a console mm-hmm. and a PC and you're like, maybe there is a Steam demo that you can, you can check out. Yeah. Um, and even like checking out some of the trailers, it gives you a pretty good overview of what you're going to be doing. So um, definitely check something out that like that out as well. But yeah, that's apart apart from that. That's all I've been really playing this week. That's that you haven't, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay then. Well, it's time to talk about the one that I don't think either of us really expected to be playing this month because it was revealed last year. Went completely radio silent until mm-hmm. like randomly a trailer dropped a few weeks ago saying hey it's coming out august 20th and that's battletoads the new battletoads the battletoads 2020 release is here mm-hmm. yeah they're back they are back in some way shape or form now i have a slightly more positive thoughts on this because i haven't got to the part where the wheels start to fall off as you said to me before um, no, 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 sorry. I believe you said it shat the bed. So it's in the process of, yeah, very clearly <laughs> shitting the bed. Um, which is a shame because I will, I mean, I think you talk early stuff because I ha- was enjoying it towards the start. I, I did feel that as in the earlier beat em up segments, the beat em up mechanics did get a bit overwhelming. It felt like I was juggling a lot of information to the point where I just forgot, like, so all the face buttons are, like, attacks, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, light, heavy, a launcher, jumping, that sort of and stuff. Jump. Yep. And then they were like, cool. Now, if you hold down left trigger, 
each of those face buttons now does something with your tongue. I'm like, I'm never going to remember this. <laughs> yeah. Or like spitting I, gum at enemies. I'm like, I, I'm going to forget all the time. In the, in the, 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 what I've played of it, it, I could feel the potential if they kept going down that road of it, like getting to a point of it clicking and you going, ah, cool. And you get into that rhythm of like, you know, the flow of combat and switching between characters. Um, Cause when you're playing solo, you can switch between the three toads. Uh, uh, and again, the three toads are, you know, a lighter attack, a heavy attack, and a medium attack. So um, they all hit differently and move differently. So you can switch between them in the middle of combo. Like I'd rush in using, I think, uh, Pimple, who's a light one, and start a combo. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, Zit? Yes. No, Pimple's heavy, isn't he? Zit's, Zit's light, rushes medium, Pimple's heavy. Thank you. I believe. Yeah, I think I started the game as Rash because I'm like, I love Rash. But um, yeah, so uh, rushing in as like Zids and starting a combo, then switching to Pimple and then like really, like if someone's putting a shield up and like knocking that shield down, keeping that combo going. I think I got like, my highest combo was like, I think I got, I broke 200. I'm not sure, but it was, um, I think I got an achievement for it or something. But it it was, it felt good because I was like in the zone. Um but yeah, you're right. It's pretty. It throws a lot of shit at you in that opening tutorial stuff. There's a lot. Like I do want to say that I do initially. I was very happy. I think it's Dalala is the name of the studio that made this. Uh, visually, I was I. At first, when I saw this game in action, I was among many other people just being like, I don't know how I feel about the game looking like it did. Mm. But seeing it in motion and playing it, I actually am into it. I did enjoy it. Yep. It's uh, funny, I because I, I started watching, um, we were talking about it, I think, after we recorded our last episode, the um, the Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, which is like a Nickelodeon cartoon, has a very similar art style, a very similar tone, like like comedy-wise as well, and writing-wise. Um, and I've been watching a little bit of that with my son. So I was when I saw that trailer, I was like, oh, it's kind of like that. Okay, I enjoyed that for what it is. So I was a little bit more prepared for it, I think. But I totally get why people, it might not land for... A lot of people. Oh yeah, it's like it's super like nineties sort of cartoon networkish sort of humor. I feel, mm-hmm. yeah. And honestly, there have been a lot of jokes that have just not landed for me at all. But there's also been some that have just ruined me for really dumb reasons. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. On, if I'm being completely honest, I if like in a world where it's 2020 and you want to bring back the Battle Toads, I kind of like how they did it, where the Battle Toads think they're all that right they were sort of trapped yep. in this bunker for the last 26 years which i don't want to go too far into the battletoads law because i don't know how strict it is but 1993 was when battletoads and battle maniacs came out which was about it was 27 years ago yeah so maybe there's some tie in there but i do like the idea that they get out of this bunker and they think they're heroes but they're not because there's just the toads <laughs> yep yeah, yeah, it's it, and yeah, it sort of leads to them going back and at and taking up like menial jobs. Yeah, and uh, then deciding that, to, to throw down with a dark queen again. Yeah, like uh, the the menial jobs thing was really funny. Like I just it got a chuckle was, out of me. Yeah, I was like, it's so funny. It's like now, mash the bumpers, like mash that left and right bumper to like type this email out, and I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. It's stupid, but I love it. And I, um, I like and the cutscene straight after that as well when they're discussing getting back together. And I think it's Pimple because he's the, he's the masseuse, and he's just like my hands are not for pain anymore. <laughs> like it's just yeah, there there are some dumb jokes that are, that just ruined me for whatever reason. And I was just like, this 
this game's sort of working for me. I'm into the style. The combat's a bit much, but I'm enjoying it. And it's kind of nice to have the Battletoads back. Big, like the biggest red flag I should have immediately noticed was pausing the game gives you silence and not the music we all deserve. Now It I does do appear at the very start. It's briefly at the start. It's, it's the first that, it's thing gone. you hear. It's the first bit of well, music that you hear once like, you start the game. Okay, like, once you start, you start the game, because the Battletoads yeah. theme rendition they've got going on the menu is amazing. Like, the Battletoads music is great. Yeah. I love it. Um, but yeah. It like, is very cool. Could have, I mean, I get maybe if it was just a if I were just putting their foot down and going, we can't possibly top the pause music, so yeah. that you get you get no pause music. No, you get nothing. You get a bit at the start. Just to, I, I must Enjoy admit, it. when when it started, I, I heard that music. I was like, fuck <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's just so good. Like it's just, it's great. I, it's great. It's and it's it's now going to be in my head for the rest of this podcast. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but yeah, so what I've played of it, I've really enjoyed, and I've really liked what they were sort of bringing to the table, especially after playing something like Streets of Rage 4, you know, a couple of months ago, which we, we both had a real good time yeah, with. Yeah, that's a lot of fun, and I, we need um, to get back to it and finish it. We really do. Um, I was like, cool, all right, I, I, 2020 seems to be like the year of the brawler. This is cool. I'm I'm excited that brawlers are making a comeback in and doing things a little bit differently. But it seems like you've got a little bit of a different story to tell okay. as you got a bit further on. So I think the part that you're at, I recently got past earlier today and then I spent like a full act of this game. So probably like, I want to say an hour, maybe 90 minutes. I didn't punch a single person, Joel. I just did. I basically went back and forth between some shmup levels, which, you know, nothing. Again, so it was half shmup levels and half like soft platforming i guess like it was a, a platforming segments but they weren't exactly super difficult or challenging okay. they just sort of went on um and neither of them were terrible although honestly jo- oh my god the shmup so here's the thing i think some of the parts i'm really hating are probably fine if you play co-op right right okay so for example in the in the ship parts um a player controls the steering and then the other two players, I think, control the guns, which okay. maybe that's makes the ridiculousness that I've been dealing with way easier because, you ju- oh my God, like you try dodging this stuff in this bullet hell whilst also tracking where you can shoot with five chunks of health between che- each checkpoint. It it starts off so nice. You're like, oh, this is fun. And I'm, I'm kind of into this. And then by the last point, you're like, please just be over. Yeah. And... Ma- then to end that chapter, there was a there's a mini game that just feels like the devs were watching the keep talking. Oh, keep talking! You know what explodes. explodes. Yeah, yeah, because it's just a segment where the screen is just filled with a bunch of different commands, and they've got like little symbols on the top left, and it'll list you symbols at the top of the screen and give you a timer, and you've got to like scan the screen and find those symbols and do them. Sometimes it's easy stuff, like it'll have all the face buttons like X Y B A. And it's just like, okay, press the one that's not illuminated. And you're like, okay, that's easy. B. Or it's like mash A. You're like, okay, that's not too bad. The ones that really screw me over is there's one, for example, where it's it's reliant on the trigger sensors in the controller. Oh. So it's got these two points and you've got to sort of balance the triggers for like a set, like a small fraction of time. Okay. Again, with the knowledge of the timer is ticking down, and you're just like, oh, if I fuck this up, because like, every time you mess it up a thing, it penalizes you time-wise. 
Okay. And at a certain point, I'm just like, end this. But you can't even yeah. restart checkpoint. You've got to mess up until time goes down and you start again. And it, it, it starts off okay because it's like, here's two. You're like, okay, I can pick out two. Then three. Then four. Then five. And I'm just like, please just stop. I just I just want to punch people. <laughs> it, it seems to be like... The, the, we were talking a little, a little bit about this before we started recording. Um, especially in terms of like the, the uh, hoverbikes segment as well. Um, it seems like a they're doing things because they're like, oh, we know this game has a, a, a notorious history about being difficult and hard, and we have to sort of ramp that up a little bit. But we still need to make it accessible, so we need to find ways of doing that. But also having these segments that are pretty cool in execution, but then just go on for just that little bit too long. Because the hoverbike segment, I was like, this is good. It's tough. I'm playing on like the middle difficulty. Me too, same. Um, yeah, and, and I was like, this is just difficult enough where I was like fucking up and like the respawn time is like instantaneous. You're back into the action. It's not like... And um, it has good no... checkpoints. It does. Like it's not... that. That's another thing, you know, another positive in its, in, in its camp as well is that it, it runs beautifully. Like it... It does. It's really, really solid like gameplay. I said, I've got nothing against how it looks because it looks really nice. Yeah. Very colourful and, yeah, just flows so nicely. But, like, by the time I got to, like, the last segment, I was like, oh, I really hope, I really hope this is the last segment. I don't think I can take much more of this. And the way that it's escalating and the way that it's, um, you know, evolving and... and dragging on i don't think i can take much more of this and luckily it did it's basically end, but... like it yeah it, it it i mean even though it ends at that point it's still it's gone a bit too far you're like i, I get it <laughs> yeah yeah it seems like it suffers from a little bit of pacing issues but yeah and, and, and which is funny because you have something like streets of rage 4 which you can beat in one sitting if you're really good at it like you could you can knock that out in in a sitting really um, so length shouldn't be really a mad, a, an issue when you're talking about a brawler, if you've, especially with something like Battletoads as well, where people are going to play it. You make that wow. solid enough and you make it a, I mean, for the most part, people are going to play it just out of curiosity. Like gonna, if they've got Game say, Pass. It's, it's almost of a point where it's like partly a brawler and then partly a mini game collection. Like, yeah, it, so, could, it could probably have done with some more brawling, to be honest. Again, okay. only, I think I've got a, I've got another act to go. I'm gonna try and see this game through because I just I feel like I have to. But it was just so disappointing to because I was super into it. I was ready to come on the show and be like, "Yeah, Battletoads are back." I mean, mm. again, I haven't finished a Battletoads game. Right, the first one is notoriously difficult, and I never really got into Battle Maniacs despite owning it on my Super Nintendo. But um, in I think in their efforts to sort of pursue because it was always just they were cult hit games they weren't massive ips it was it was a dumb game that like somehow everyone's it got around it's like you know it's like the hardest game and and people liked it for that (laughs) it is you know what i mean but like and that sort of grew into a thing when the internet got created it's like you know what's one of the hardest games of all time oh battle toads the speeder bikes you know there's that motion comic of it (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing it. it. I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. Explosion. It's that extra fabulous one, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think something like that. It's it honestly just perfectly summarizes up that experience. But mm. yeah, like I said, I'll see it through. Maybe it can salvage it, but just I feel like I've spent the last act just wanting to punch something, and I haven't been able to. 
<laughs> and it's just been a bummer, honestly. And it's been so interesting, like tracking the achievements as I've been going and just seeing just how sharp the drop off is. Like it just falls off a cliff. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. The parts I've been doing in like act three, the, tro- the achievement completion has been like 5%. I'm like, whoa, this game's on Game Pass. So like anyone can check it out. Yeah, Yikes. You know. Yikes. And because I don't want Battletoads to go away. Like no. I, I think. The beat em up stuff at the start, there's something here. Like Give- and and Dalala have done a good job and I would like to see more of it, but it just maybe needs to be a bit focused, a bit more focused. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you know what it would be great if they did this as like if they treated like Battletoads and they did like Battletoads season one and they treated it like an actual cartoon and you get like an hour long episodes every few months. Do you want me to tell you the name of the achievement when you finish the game? It's it's what literally is- it's literally when season two. So that's what I mean. So like, why not just instead of like giving us this big bloated chunk now, fine tune it, cut it down, make it this really tight experience that people, if you make it tight and fun to play, people will go back through because there's a score, there's a score based system as well. Yeah. So the high score chasers are going to go back through it if you make it like a nice tight experience and then just dole it out like that. Get people in the door for starters that's... and then dole it out like that. Because that's the other thing, right? I think they may have gone a bit too all in on the story and the cutscenes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The, the game just seems to not really completely know which direction it wants to go. Yeah. And just sort of, yeah, as a result, stumbles and doesn't... Again, so far for me, despite the strong start, hasn't really stuck the landing since, like, the second act. Right. Again, I'll see how I go. I'll finish, I'll try to finish it this week. And when I come back next week, maybe I'll suddenly blub it. But yes, that wasn't the only thing we we teamed up for. We actually didn't team up in Battletoads. We should maybe give it a shot. But we teamed yeah, up true. for another thing that was this weekend, and that was the we. Have, I played it last weekend. I think you did too. We didn't really co-op yeah. it, but this weekend yeah. we made sure to jump in for the open beta for Marvel's Avengers by Crystal Dynamics. How do you feel, Joel? So I, I like I yeah I played it solo last weekend. Um, and I played a little bit of it and then got corralled into a Fall Guys session. So, Such has been um, the story of the last few days, right? Where it's just yeah. like, it'll be, you're minding your own business, doing your own thing. And then suddenly like at like nine o'clock or 10 o'clock in the chat, it's like, Fall Guys? You're like, sure, why not? Literally before we started recording, it's like, Fall Guys? I'm like, Are you guys, serious? We're going to do so. something. Yeah. It's like, guys, we're going to do something tonight. So I just responded for us. I was like, we're recording. God damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, I so I played a little bit of solo last weekend and I, I liked it. I thought it was fine. Um, Performance-wise, it's, it's the chop is real. Um, it's very choppy, but I liked what they were doing with what was there. Um, but that's where I sort of left it. I sort of left halfway through a mission and never went back to it. Um, but then I remember you messaging me saying that, you know, you, you sort of squatted up with, with your housemate, Brendan, and you're like, I'm kind of in on it now. Now I've played it as a co-op game. And I was like, cool. All right. Well, next weekend I'll make sure we should carve out a time and we should jump in together. And we did. And yeah, I've, kind of been on this game now I'm, yeah it's yeah. it's really interesting because it's it's marvel's avengers right i want to love it absolutely but after we played it at pax last year i was i thought i'm pretty sure i talked we talked we talked about it on the show and i was pretty lukewarm 
Yeah, I, even I was pretty lukewarm on it. I think it was, yeah. it was rough. Like the mission they give you was just not that interesting. Like the, no. the opening sort of mission that sort of gives you a sample of each of the characters, and it's just like okay, but I don't know. Uh, and I, even when I played the mission again this time, I was sort of in the same boat. I was like, oh, that's right. See, funnily enough, I actually enjoyed it this time around. Yeah, like going I back through it, I was like. Oh, okay. This is actually fun, especially when I got to the Black Widow part, the fight with Taskmaster. I was like, this is fun. Black Widow <laughs> is fun to play as. Black yeah. Widow and Captain America. Yeah, mm-hmm. again, honestly, after playing this, the only character I'm worried about still is Thor, really. Yeah, and even then, it's still fine. Like, being able to pin people with Mjolnir is fun, but... Um, it's not fair to compare it, but it just... No. If you're no. throwing at an item and it's coming back to you... Honestly, the bar has been set by God of War. Yeah. Like, it yeah. just... I just There's something about the weight of how he moves and fights. Like, it doesn't, it, it doesn't feel quite right. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like I said, after squatting up with you guys, I'm feeling... I'm kind of... Well, yeah. Because once you, once you can finally sort of really squat up, you get to experience the full playable roster of Iron Man, Hulk, Kamala Khan, and Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I, when we squatted up, I was, uh, I had to do a couple of things before I, I had to do a harm mission before I could jump in with you guys. Yeah. Uh, when I jumped in, you guys were like, you guys were like, oh, we can switch it up. I don't mind changing. But like, I didn't want to be that guy that was like, no, I want to be Iron Man. You should change for me. I was like, oh, screw it. I'll jump in. And, um, I jumped into the Hulk's big green fists. And, um, the more you unlock in, I figured, I, feel, I I feel this is a way with like most of the characters. The more you dive into their skill trees, the more things open up for you, and the more you go, "Oh my god!" So by the end of the like our session that we played, I was able to because Hulk can like grab enemies and then basically carry them around with him. It's and so then, like, it's the best. It's great. It's like he's like carrying his little dolly around with him, and then you could like use it to hit other enemies. Or you could do the classic like Hulk smash thing from like the the, the yeah, first Avengers the, the, movie. We call that one the Loki. <laughs> yeah, the Loki. Yeah, you, you can you can swing people around like he does with Loki. Um, but you can get a skill later on that upgrades it to the point where you can pick up two, so you can double fist people. So you've got a, one in each hand, and then it you must can get it a, must be how happy like for example Moses like felt like a man with two knives. <laughs> like, <laughs> it really is. Um, and then there's another knives. another ability that you unlock. Where if you hold triangle, he does a clap with them both, and he, it's this giant clap that has like a shockwave that comes out of it. And I did it where I like rushed into an area where there was like a whole bunch of guys, managed to grab two of them, did this clap, and everyone just fell over and was scared of me. And I was like, "This is great! Like I am having fun with this." Um, I was also, so happy yeah. that no one felt boring to play as and it sounds like no. a weird thing to say but like when you look at the lineup you're like okay cool iron man's gonna be fun because he's iron man right yeah he can fly he's got lasers he's got rockets we Hulk don't have fun. we don't have another game that you get to play a character like iron man like as all in one like being able to f- like because we do have anthem <laughs> you don't have another game that i want to play that- <laughs> that's right hey you own anthem you paid so much money I for do. it I, it's, I, it's an investment, mate. I'm waiting hey, for that. Look, I'm if you ever want to play it, just let me know. You know, no. I got it. I've got no. it on hand. I can chuck it in and install it and suck I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the relaunch. It's all right. I'm going to be there on relaunch day. It's fine. It's an investment. 
Two dollar like, investment. I'm gonna hold you to that when they eventually do announce their relaunch. Oh, you won't have to. I'll absolutely do it. I'm 100 percent ready to give it a go. Oh man. Even if it's bad, because then it'll be like, all right, well, I've still, I've got to play it now, in one said, way or another. You said. Yeah, I'm gonna see um, how bad it is. Yeah. Hulk is also fun because you just get to smash and destroy and rip up terrain and rip pick yep. up people and his Valley charge attack has hilarious effects. Like if it's a small person, he'll grab him and slam him. Yep. If it's a big robot, he'll jump on top of it and just lay into it. Kamala Khan obviously fun because unlike the rest of the characters, at least for people like I, I am very light on the comics. I haven't yep. read much. I know a bit about Miss Marvel and all that jazz. This, I said say this iteration of Miss Marvel. Mm. But um so I know what her powers are, but really seeing her in action, this has been a good chance to see it and to see how amazing she is and how and it's definitely elevated my excitement for when we do eventually get that Disney Plus show. Because she's great. Yeah. The stretchy and limb I- stuff gives like opens up so many fun animations and fun attacks. It's cool as well because at, like her just not not even the way she plays, but her as a character. She's like the driving force for the like the uh, you know for lack of a better word single player content. Like she's the driving force for trying to reassemble the Avengers. Basically, it, 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 the mission that you've got says that that you know it takes, but it's one young girl's gonna bring them all back together, and it's and it's great also because she is like a super fan girl of the Avengers. So uh, for people like us that are like you know quite heavily invested in at least the the MCU. And we know these characters and we know what their traits are like. They may be a little bit different, but we, we know the basic character types that these people are. Um, and the references and things like that. There's a great part where like Kamala's walking through a uh, um, an area on the... Um, it's on. Is it on the Chimera? No, it's not. It's on some... It's in it's a in base. A, it's in a base. Yeah. yeah, it's in a shield base. But there's uh, some she... funny stuff like when you're going through the Howie Carrier, like when you walk past the vending machines... And Jarvis is talking to her. Like, you talk about... I think... So you can check one vending machine, and then Jarvis says something. There's a second run around the corner. And if you check yeah. that, Jarvis is just like, oh, this was requested by um, Mr. Odinson. It used to dispense <laughs> mead. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that. That's great. Um, but yeah, she's like looking at all these, like, relics of, like, the Avengers past. And the, the animation of her looking at them, she's like... She presses herself up against the glass. And it's like... That's what we'd be like if we were yeah. like in the presence of these these relics of the Avengers past. And she was absolutely the right choice for a main character, just no doubt. Yeah, they, they, that's probably the, like, for everything I've said, seen about this game. Like that is the best choice they've made. Yeah, she's she's almost like the epitome of like like player avatar. Like you know, you're living through her, and you you sort of feel. The, the actions that she, cha- like, and the way that she reacts to things, uh, you would have a similar reaction to uh, the things that are going on around you. Um, and yeah, it's great. I, I, but it also helps that she is fun to play as well. Yeah, she's amazing. And yeah, just so much fun. Mm. I mean, as Black Widow, who I was just, I think, yeah, I was just surprised. I shouldn't be surprised because even in the movies, the way they have her character operate with um, the action sequences is just cool. She's a cool Absolutely. character. yeah. And yeah, they absolutely just nail that in this as well. Her movement's great. Even if I think she has abnormally powerful legs, like the way way she so comfortably leaps, I'm like, all right, fair Mm. enough. Hey, years of training. Years of training to just jump jump like the Hulk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, she's probably been training with the Hulk, you know? True. That's true. true. 
Uh, but yeah, just happy with how all those characters felt. Um, yeah. How carry is cool. I just seeing that Captain America shield sitting front and center. Yeah, that's a, you, that, that's a I story guess, beat. <laughs> like, I guess the question I've got to ask you because obviously Captain America's in the game. There's no point even pretending. Do you? I mean, do you reckon it will be Steve Rogers, or do you reckon it will be? You know what? That's something I actually haven't thought of. Because that's what I've been wondering. I that, actually that, would that never crossed my mind. Me forgive how because the way they've been playing this Captain America card by being like, oh no, Captain America's dead. I'm like, but we're gonna play as him. What the hell? Like, if that would be that would make me okay with it if they did that. So you think we might get Bucky? Well, I think they didn't they. No, I shouldn't. I think they Dana mind Winter Soldier. Uh, okay. Have, I, I would. I could be cool if it was Falcon. We'll see. I, we'll I mean, see. I'd be I'd be okay with that, but like I, I I could see them wanting to maybe try and like branch off from like the MCU stuff. At one point, I would have believed you, but their first new character yeah. is Hawkeye. So <laughs> yeah, okay, I I see what you mean there. That thought actually has never hasn't actually crossed that, my mind, and now that, I'm my my mind is racing a little bit now. I I know that it's not going to happen because I it's just going to be Steve Rogers, but that would almost yeah. make me because otherwise the way they're playing the Steve Rogers stuff, I'm like stop it, like. It's just, yeah. he's, he's going to be playable, so why? There's no way that you're, you you model an entire character with a full moveset, and then he's like, nah, he's dead. Nah, he's dead. Sorry, I, mean, I killed him. Fucking, fucking bold move if they did do that. Like, holy shit, commitment to the... To, the, uh, to the, even, just to the, let you play as him in that opening prologue mission as well, and they're like, nah, he's dead, sorry. And give you tutorials, yeah, the full moveset, and then just like, nah, you don't get to play as him. Yeah. Again, Fuck. I'm sure it will be Steve Rogers, but I would actually be very, I'd be surprised and incredibly happy if they took the chance on another Captain America. Yeah, I don't think I would, they'll do it though. I don't think they will either. But I, yeah, I think yeah, that'd be great if they did that. That'd be super cool. Um, but I, I gotta say, like from squatting up, I like we have a lot of fun when we play games together. Like you know, don't get me wrong, but. This, this, there was something so, again, cozy about hanging out with, with you and Brendan and squatting up. We've already got an in-joke. Like, we've already got a stupid, dumb in-joke that, uh, just from, like, you know, we're, we're always, like, getting, like, knocked down and, like, um, the AI, because it fills out your roster with, like, AI for however many play, um, characters you don't have. And we had a Black Widow at one point that was our AI. And every time you go down, she'd run over, she'd drop what she's doing and run over and, and res you. Thanks, and just took, Yeah, thanks, Natasha. Became like the, the, the calling card, the uh, the battle cry of our Avengers unit last night. Thanks um, for the assist, Natasha. <laughs> it was just, it was so funny. Um, That's the bit, thing, right? Like when it all comes down to it, like the game was choppy as hell. The enemies were kind of recycled, but... I also just really enjoyed beating the shit out of them. So who cares? Like the only thing I've spoken to you at length about this, mm. the only thing I would want them to remove, but I also completely see why it's in there. Even if I don't like it is the gear. The gear yeah. just seems the, the amount you get it is ridiculous. Yeah. And like to have the four slots, I don't know. I just feel like either they need to get rid of it, which would be fine go more of a uh, Suicide Squad route, which we'll talk about later, or maybe tone it down so it feels more meaningful. Because currently, 
it just doesn't it's just yeah it's annoying more than anything it's they're trying to do the whole diablo thing and it just doesn't it doesn't fit quite right for especially because it doesn't change anything about how you look it's just a thing you change in a menu and that's it yeah and I, i yeah i do like the fact that they streamline it by like once you finish your mission you can go into your inventory and just hold l2 and it instantly equips all like your best gear. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's great. That's that makes my life a lot easier. And then you just go through and break everything down. But yeah, I think tone it down, make them more meaningful, make them have a little bit more weight to them. Um, yeah, presently it's just like, hey, you got another set of bracelets. I'm like, cool. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. Um, the other collectibles and things like that are really cool. Like the comic oh, book the, covers. The comics and... are great. I like the idea of the hero cards that you mm-hmm. can just like. By playing the game and doing a challenge, the daily and weekly challenges, you can just unlock stuff for your characters. Neat. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just means that it's it almost like a sort of yeah, it's almost like a battle pass for each character. Yeah, yeah. It'll be another really sort cool. of incentive. Like if you jump into a session and everyone's using your main characters, you can pick a low level one and you'll be getting experience for them, but also unlocks. It's just yeah, and just it's like great because things. then when you go, if you go back to your single player game, then if you like roll out with your squad, the or like those abilities and upgrades carry through like yes. to the AI players as well, which is really cool. Like that's I a do really like cool that idea. it picks, yeah, the, the host, like for example, the, the Black Widow we were rolling with was probably Brandon's Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's that's pretty cool. I really like yeah. that idea. Um, there's a lot to like about that. And, and I guess it's a testament to the fact that, you know, a game can be like suffer from performance issues and, and still be a game that I, like me personally, really enjoy I mean, look at Control. Control is rough at points, uh, you know, in that game. Like, it gets pretty choppy and pretty slow down. But the fact of the matter is, I when I was playing that game, I was thinking about that game when I wasn't playing it. Like, every moment I wasn't yeah. playing it, I was thinking about Control. And even after I hit credits, I was still thinking about it and just trying to, like, spread the good word of Control and Remedy. Um and it's not quite that level with Avengers, but I can overlook those things because it didn't really break the game all that much. It was just a little bit... There was... Towards the end of the that last mission we were doing where there was a lot of stuff going on, um, it did slow down quite a lot. But Yeah, yeah but the wheels were starting to fall off the wagon. <laughs> yeah, it was getting a bit rough there, but... Um, but Like, that's the thing. Like, the minute-to-minute gameplay is fun, which is good because if we're being completely honest, the mission's... They're not that interesting. It's like, go here, no. beat these guys, go here, hold these points. But again, it's just the punching and the kicking and the abilities are fun. To their and credit, just, though, they do a good job at masking like how menial the tasks are. They do a pretty good job of like making it look like you're doing something a, bit, a little bit different, a little bit more meaningful. But when it comes down to it, you're flicking switches and holding areas, like you said. But um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I can't. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The the small environmental puzzles were neat. Uh, mm. I'd be curious to see how they evolve those. But and yeah, like I said, enemy variety. But it's 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 just how well the combat flows. More than anything, that's the thing that surprised me. Surprised me the most. It didn't feel. I guess I did. I don't know why I expected it to be like rigid or stiff, but I just felt like I could pretty freely go from light attacks to heavy attacks, or go from like light on the ground hitting him with a launcher and then following up into the air and keep the attack going yeah like it didn't i i felt like i was pretty much 
constantly in control of my character. Yeah. And there was no real penalties for, yeah, messing up. Or I, I could easily disengage and go fight someone else. Like, yeah, it just, it felt really good to play. And mm-hmm. when they fill this roster out with other heroes, I can see this being the ridiculous big budget Ultimate Alliance everyone sort of wanted. Yeah. It's just, like, it's just the gear, man. I get, I worry about the gear. I mean, it is a worry, but I mean, like, I don't know. It's just, it's annoying, right? Because it's, you can say, don't worry about it, but it's going to be a part of the game. Yeah. Like this is, uh, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, they, I, could, they could have levels because I do like the skill trees and the fact that the skill each trees character, are, yeah. It has so much on that primary one and we know there's at least two or three other ones like that is almost enough to customize your hero without without having to worry about what they're you know what bracelets they're wearing or what vest they've got on i, I mean even yeah you're probably right if you skip if you cut out all the gear and just the ability to like boost the equipment items that you've got like you have like you know hulk's arms and hulk's spine and hulk's feet and like you can, because there's a there's a, a a mechanic where you can like break down gear and get resources and boost up like your your currently equipped gear, and it can unlock certain perks uh, with it as well. Um, it's stuff that other games have done, but it's and they have kind of streamlined it a little bit, which I do appreciate. But again, it doesn't really need to be there. Um, and yeah, like cut all that and just give the ability just to boost those parts up, so you're getting those little tiny. Almost like um, Diablo 3 with, like, Paragon levels. So yeah. you, you just get, like, a, a tiny increase or, like, badass levels in Borderlands well, That's, that's sort of what the comic books do. Well, I guess that's true, yeah. Like, but even if you, like, had so, carried it across... They're so close. They are so like, close. Like, if the gear was... Yeah, it just needs to be meaningful, right? That's yeah. the main problem. It just doesn't feel worthwhile. Like, in, in Diablo or Destiny, like, I don't mind fishing through a pocket full of loot because it's just like this incredibly rad sword or gun. I'm going to have it and I'm going to use it. Yeah. But in Avengers, it's like, Hey, you got this purple vest. I'm like, well, I mean, cool. It just, it looks like my other vest. So I guess I'll just swap them. It's, it, it feels like they were trying to go for those type of games and they sort of went, well, we have to have that mechanic in there as well when they really don't, because they, like you said, the moment to moment gameplay is fucking fun. If you take all those chests out of the equation, basically like, it's still fun. Have the chests that are there that have like your comic books and you, uh, and stuff like that that you're getting yeah. those like little upgrades and things, or even like you know credits so you can buy cosmetics and all that sort of stuff. Um, have those chests there. Scale back everything else. It, it, it's it would probably bump the score up on that game a little bit more. I think it make it a little bit so, a little less egregious. I can see a lot of people being turned off by the loot management. Mm-hmm. And I know, I feel like I'm being very doom and gloom about it. Honestly, you can comfortably ignore anything you pick up for a full mission and worry about it afterwards. But I just Absolutely. it's just at the point where if that's the case, it just makes me wonder why it's there. Exactly, like it just, yeah. But yeah. Overall, despite my negativity there, like I'm way in on it. The game the is fun. And I the, the last thing I would ask of them is don't be scared to just show us your hero lineup, right? Give us, yeah. show us that roadmap. Yep. I reckon that the, 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 cause we're going to get, we're probably going to get another war table before launch, like either maybe, maybe even next week. Um, I mean, be next week, won't it? No, next week or the week after. Um, I, I will put a quiet bet on 
a hero trailer during Gamescom opening night live. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, we're already getting like, Marvels there in full force anyway, but with the whole Fortnite stuff. So mm. yeah, that that actually makes a lot of sense. And because there's a whole tie-in with Fortnite with the Avengers beta as well. Yeah, you're a hundred percent right. Well, because I think they're teasing. Is it Thor that's coming to Fortnite soon? Well, I think Thor is the first one, but apparently the next season apparently is supposed to be Marvel themed. The whole season. And I'm like, wow, okay, that's kind of interesting. Not enough to get me to play it. Oh, no. <laughs> not enough no, to get no, me to play no. Fortnite. Like, that, that ship has sailed. I am, I am not jumping they, on the ground I mean, hey, they've got, they've got one shot. They've got one chance. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really the first person who... um, The first game where I get to play as Carol Danvers, really, that's it, right? And I know she was data mined out of Avengers. There was, there was a huge list of, like, an impossible list of characters that you just have to wonder. Yeah. Like, how many will be playable? How many will be guests? But, I mean, hey, if I had, if I had like, Captain Marvel, you could fly around Fortnite, screw it, I'll download it for, like, a night. <laughs> don't say that, because that means I have to. You um, don't have to, but I'll do it. No, but I will, and I'm not going to make you go through that by yourself. Um, no, but that's the thing, though. Like, I think even before the data mine leak, I think Carol Danvers is a pretty safe Oh, yeah, lock. of course. Well, she was there because, obviously... Kamala's got the shirt exactly. in the early trailer. And exactly. then one of the other trailers is a poster around in the background. So she's happening. It's just like, I don't care, but she's ridiculously overpowered. Just let me play as her. Yeah. Oh, now I'm thinking about that opening night live. I think I think that's, that's a it'll pretty safe be, bet. It'll, it'll probably be Ant-Man though, right? Yeah, I think it might he be. Was the, he was the first one teased, and Hank Pym did pop up in that mission, like a voice for him in the mission yeah. he did. Well, I mean, if... They announce that there, then they'll probably, at the end of it they might say like, "And we're going to the war table coming next week," and then there from there we might get a roadmap, a little bit more yeah, of a like. I know that roadmaps are like a meme, but I honestly do feel for a game like this, we sort of need to see something. Yeah, characters are your selling point with this type of game. Yes, people want to play and as their favorite characters. All free, like, mm-hmm. don't yeah, be scared. Just... <laughs> you don't need to hide it behind any cards. Like, you know, if anything, that's going to have push sales at launch, but. Yeah, I'm 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 excited to check it out, even if it does come out the same day as Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One too. But um, yeah, I've seen like this is a game that absolutely will be swimming in sevens. But yeah, I just like playing as the Avengers, man. I can't help it. I'm a simple man. Being a seven doesn't mean a bad thing. No, <laughs> like, absolutely not. That's the, the sooner other, we the other point. The sooner yeah. we get past that, the better. Like seven, a seven is fine, right? It's fine. It's it's cozy. It's fun. It's comfort. It, it's comfort It's when you food. get below five that you start sweating. Exactly. That's what. Yeah. That's exactly it. Like sevens are are, are good games. They are like the epitome of good games. Uh, and then from there you go very good and fucking amazing. Like it's that's my scale. That's how I rate things. <laughs> that's the Joel scale. Yeah. That's the Joel scale. It's like good, pretty good, fucking amazing. Um. Bit of a leap there, but okay. <laughs> so it was very good. Yeah. Good. Very good. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nice. Well, I, I do think that that does it for our quest log this week. Wonderful. So next up on the rank is, of course, our, our next segment, which was going to be a dope or nope, but at this point, we looked at the list and there's no point. So you know what I'm throwing it to? I'm throwing it straight to a bonus round. Bonus round. So, of course, bonus round is our whatever the hell we want it to be around section. And for here, this t- this particular point, 
Joel, we've got ourselves a nice little indie direct and some fun little DC news bits that I denied you the ability to speak about last episode because I knew this was coming. <laughs> I'm busting it open. <laughs> but um, yeah. we'll of course start with the indie direct because yes, it was exciting. Like so, obviously the I mean it's I don't know it's an indie world. I know it's technically a direct, but they're not calling it that. But we may as yeah. well consider it one after such a gap. And when the last thing was that weird partner one, this was a breath of fresh air I think I needed for the Switch. Because oh, yeah. Yeah. it was really good. I mean, like, as someone, like, who, like, I fucking adore indie games as it is. Like, it, it, I, I was, like, you know, getting some withdrawal symptoms of, like, oh, I need a hit. I need to know what's <laughs> coming to the Switch. And I, I've, I've, I've almost run out of, like, steam my, when it comes to playing, wish like... <laughs> Yeah, I've almost come out of, like, run out of steam when it comes to playing, you know, Into the Gungeon and um, Dead Cells and then Give Hand me a of new Fate. roguelike. That's a game I didn't bring up in uh, in Questlow. I've been playing Hand of Fate 2 as well, by Melbourne Dev Studio. Oh. It's great. Um, I'll, I'll bring it up next time, but it's 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 good. Spoiler alert. I really enjoy it. Spoilers, um, Joel. <clears throat> yeah. Surprise. Um, you should check it out. It's on sale at the moment, I think. Um and yeah, I, I was like, I, I need some like new indie, indie uh, inspiration to hit me, and this delivered in spades. Yeah, here is like, Nintendo oh, to deliver the goods. Oh yeah, um, so we had like six shadow drops, <laughs> like they just kept coming. Like yeah. every time a game got announced, it was like it'll be available later today, and I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my god, this is amazing, and I love a good shadow drop. This think- this direct was made for me. I love it. Most of the shadow drops we already knew about as well, except for one of them that I had no clue about. Which was yeah. nothing wrong with that, but that um, just makes it a bit easy to sh- for the shadow drops to work. Yeah, it's good. Like you know, it was, it's good just to have like confirmation <clears throat> that they were coming to the Switch, and surprise, you get them right now. Um, so yeah, one of the first ones was Spirit Pharaoh. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that was um, that's one again. We spoke about it in Quest Log, but I I'm so excited to see it on Switch. Yeah, yeah, I'd be interested to see it on Switch as well. Um, but it was just too tempting having it on Game Pass. I'm kind of glad I did because it's forcing me to play it on the TV. And I think it deserves the screen real estate um, and the, the visual fidelity of it. I think it looks gorgeous on it. But um, I also think it's a perfect, like, well, kick I back mean, on the couch or in bed game. Just the 1S, cool you have a 1S, don't you? Uh, yeah. It it, mm. it has it has four K upscaling, doesn't it, or something like I that? Think so, I think yeah. Yeah. so. Yeah, it has so that, something like that. Yeah, it so it, if the game it would look su- nicer as well. Let's be honest it d- here. It depends if the game supports it as well. well. But um, yeah, I'm just going to pretend that it that makes that art style look even better. It, it, I mean, it looks gorgeous on my TV, so I'm happy. Like it, it looks really good and it runs beautifully. So, um, but yeah, it is also a game that would benefit being on the Switch. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> then we had stuff. um. Raji, an ancient epic from Nodding Head Games. Uh, so this one was interesting. This one is sort of uh, it, set in ancient India and inspired heavily by Hindu and Balinese mythology, which is again a really unique setting and um, yep. sort of style to sort of to follow, which is exciting. Uh, this is abs- this was one of the games that I added to my wish list immediately because I kind of really want to play it. <laughs> I actually didn't put it in my wish list. I'm going to go do it after we finish recording tonight. <laughs> It's like, a, I do, it's like I do a want to play this. isometric action adventure game. So yeah, really curious. Mm. I've been hearing good things about it. So yeah, apparently it's really good. Um, 
Yeah, a young girl chosen by the gods stands against the demonic invasion of the human realm. Hmm. Sounds good. Yeah, sign me up, honestly. And again, just good to get some fresh ideas, some fresh like settings and like um, mythologies to, to go through. Um, yeah. Uh, next, we had a, a game that uh, you've spoken about on the show before because you played it. I love uh, this game, man. I've played a little bit of it. Um, I really need to go back to it. I'm actually tempted to pick it up on the Switch because I think it would, again, benefit from being on the Switch. But uh, that is a short hike from Adam Robinson U. Um, yeah. It, man, so many games this week we're talking about. Just like comfy, cozy, chill vibes. Um, this, and this, this is, is special. This one here, like it's like... If you go for the goal, you can finish it in like an hour. Yep. But even just like traversing this island, the, the, the way you are able to move, um, they added in a boat, which is neat. That wasn't in the PC version. It's new for the oh, Switch version that cool. got added to the PC version the same day. Right. Uh, just the talking to the residents. It's just, this is a chill game that I just love. I love its visual style being like that lo-fi isometric, sort of like the obviously the heavy heavily that was inspired by but definitely animal crossing vibes from all the characters for sure yeah like like it's running on a ps1 sort of like n64 lower sort of fidelity just works really nice yeah it's a good game i if you're looking for a short one night experience for a low price that you just want to sort of chill out this is a game that you should absolutely look into it's even shorter price at the moment and it will be till the 30th of august so um it's like it's under ten dollars so it's definitely worth your time yeah super fun um yeah what was next uh oh takashi and hiroshi which is a game that was on the uh, it was on apple arcade i found out because i oh, um, okay i actually added this to my wish list as well because i'm i'm kind of in i kind of dug the vibe of it so it's about a 14 year old game designer called takashi uh you as the player, the whole goal of the game is to make games and fun experiences for your little brother, Hiroshi. Um, and so you're like making this game on the fly and you're playing this like little sort of like simple, like side scrolling, like RPG, it looks like. Um, but the actual like animation style of the, the cutscenes and things like that um, is like stop motion. And it's really cool. Like it's, it looks like like really really interesting art style and um yeah so I like it, 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 it seems to have a focus on like balancing how hard you make the game for um, yeah yeah, yeah you, you want to you want to try and make sure he's having fun but you want to make a good, uh, like you know challenge him as well and i'm like that seems like a some good vibes there um I, it's going really cheap at the moment as well i i almost i almost pulled the trigger on this one last week i was like oh this could be a fun one just to play through um, but it is on Apple Arcade as well, I think. So if you've got an Apple device and um, you've got Apple Arcade, this is definitely one of the ones maybe have a look at <clears throat> for sure. Uh, what's next? Is, uh, next up is Evergate from Stone Lantern Games, P-Cube Limited. This one reminds me a lot of Hollow Knight. But it's a, I, it's a see, 2D I, puzzle platformer. I got Ori vibes. Oh, no, no, yeah, Ori, Ori, um, sorry, Ori crossed with sort of a bit of Celeste as well. Yes, yeah. Um, I don't know why I put, I think there's another game that came out this week on the eShop, set in like stained glass world that looks like Hollow Knight. I knew there was something. Oh, there was something yeah. that like tripped me for Hollow Knight, but there was, it was something I don't else. know the name of it, but I remember yeah. seeing that game a while back. 
and yeah, is very similar. Yeah, this is absolutely one who looks like that looks like Ori, but I definitely also yep. got some Celeste vibes from the, the like the platforming they showed. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't. I it's fine. I, I, like it's it looks fine. Yeah, I don't think it it's looks really something. Nice. If someone gave me a copy of it and was like, "Hey, do you want to play this game?" I I would definitely play it, and I'd probably really enjoy it. But I just I don't. It didn't grab me enough to really make me want to sort of invest any time into it. <laughs> As awful as that sounds, but like you know what I mean. Like, there's so much stuff. Like this, this direct has six shadow drops, so there was plenty of things to pick from. Absolutely. Um, and this just didn't do it for me. But I mean, you know, if your if your sole purpose is to play like, you know, pixel perfect platforming puzzle games, this might be for you. Um. And yeah. Uh. Finally, we have Manifold Garden from Willian Chai Studios. Um, it's popped up in a few different things here and there. I've seen this game around before. I think yeah, I've seen people I, talk I, about previews and stuff. But I heard about this from um, Daniel Bodworth was talking about it one of the E3s of Easy Allies, and I was just like, when that game comes out, I want to play it. And here that game is now, so I probably should drop the cash on it, I guess. Yeah, I, I really actually play it. I didn't see how much it was going for. I but, think it's like um, twenty two or something, twenty two bucks Australian. That seems pretty which good. Is, which that's, isn't bad, honestly. That's a like, pretty decent price, yeah. Dropping on an indie, there are worse places for money to go. Like when I dropped twenty six on Skyrim, it's fine. <laughs> Sorry, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, I'm a bad person. I accept it. Karen, hey, just... that's I didn't even bring it to Questlog. That's that's just <laughs> that's fair. Um, yeah, yeah that, so it's that, all about like shadow drops. Yeah, so uh, and yeah, manifold guns all about like manipulating gravity and yeah, I like puzzle perspective, and, geometry, yeah. puzzling. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, I'm mm. again super into it. Should probably I when I get paid this week, I'll probably pick it up. Cool, awesome. I look forward to hearing about it. Mm. But yeah, that was the shadow drops, like you said. Now we get to the announcements. Oh yeah, things kicking off with a fucking bang. Uh, a game is. I think I've talked about this on the show before because i've definitely played it i i bought this game picked it up. yeah i bought this game on pc on on the epic game store um i think with my 15 dollar or 10 dollar credit that i got from like the voucher i got from one of the summer sales uh and that is haiti from Supergiant games uh is coming to the switch we kind of already knew it was coming to consoles um but they sort of confirmed that it is coming to the switch uh and it's coming from what we can gather pretty soon so it's coming sometime in um fall in america so spring for us here in australia um and so yeah interestingly it's uh from what i've seen people i think there was a question that the devs responded to that basically this is the only console that's coming to this year right that's exciting that this yeah, is the only I think, console i think because of the size of their team like they like i think the ps4 and xbox versions which let's be honest, it'll probably be next gen more than anything. We'll probably yeah. be um next year, but uh yeah. Um, I, which honestly, I'm happy with that because this is selfishly the, the console. Yeah. <laughs> it's the console that I want it for, really, me personally. Um, Rogue like dungeon crawler, handheld mode, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, please. Um, and and considering I've I've played it and it's it is excellent. Like, I've it's taken a while. I haven't really clicked with any of Supergiant stuff before. Like, I I haven't. I haven't given Transistor the time of da- like like as much time as I should, and I really should go back and do Transistor that. Transistor but... is so good. Yeah, if, if I... Brendan hears you say that, he will, <laughs> he will come for you. He will, I, I ne- he will strap you down like Clockwork Orange style, <laughs> and he will make you play that game. 
I do need to. I do need to go back through it. Actually, it's so good. Is that is that is that part of the indie sale on the Switch? Because if that if so, that might be one. I'd I'm pick not up. sure, but it was like two dollars fifty or five dollars in the Switch eShop a while ago. Okay, I'm gonna go have a look at that after we finish recording. It. And I'll wishlist it if it's not. Um, but yeah, same with Bastion. I never got around to Bastion as well. But Bastion's good. The one, I think I prefer Transistor though. Mm, the one I did play the most of was Pyre, and I was not a fan. Um, I, I didn't. I, I didn't get far into Pyre personally. Uh, yeah, I just I didn't like it. But when they announced it, like, yeah, Hades, you're gonna be yeah hack and slash, roguelike dungeon crawler. You're playing as like the prince of the underworld who's like trying to run away from home basically and break out of hell um it's greek mythology stuff as well which i I don't have a huge knowledge of but like i enjoy the stuff that's there and i'm like i know those names um and there's a lot of it um what i've played of it as well there's like there are like story beats as well throughout it that keep you going there's like permanent upgrades and things as well this game's awesome and the feel of the combat is awesome like it feels good to play uh, and the music's awesome as well. Like, it's like dynamic music as well. So when you enter battles, it kicks up. And then when you're like just exploring, it's like nice and chill. Like, you know, but it's like the same music. It just like ramps up in intensity or like dies down a little bit. Um, yeah, Hades is 100% worth your time. If you like games like that, it is 100% worth your time. I have been waiting and I my patience is being re- rewarded very soon. I am double dipping, which is also really good. It's a good point to bring up as well, that it will have cross-save. So you can transfer your save from PC to the Switch version when it comes out as well, which nice. is really very cool. Very cool feature. Um, oh, speaking of games that we've played though, Kyron. This one is interesting. So mm. they announced Subnautica and Subnautica Below Zero will be coming to Switch in early 2021, which I guess also means that Below Zero will come to PS4, right? Because, okay, Surely. here we go. I love Subnautica. I played this game, finished it, got the Platinum. The ocean is horrifying and I hate it immensely. But this game is fantastic, even though it made me feel super uncomfortable. <laughs> but here's what I know. And again, it was last March or April I played it. The PS4 had a big old struggle. <laughs> yep, yep, that's what I've heard. I'm like, I am um, curious so... to see how this is going to run. Like, like, at certain points, if you were going too fast, which once you've got the upgraded subs and stuff is super easy to do, you would reach a point where you're like, cool, I'll just start lowering down. Pretty sure there's normally earth here, ground here. Oh, but it's loaded in. There I am colliding with it. Fantastic. I'm, I'm like, inside it now. Yeah. Like, it's just little things like that where the world, because it's so big, it obviously loads it in chunks. Like, when you go, when you're starting to head towards it. Again, maybe they've found a way to optimize it better, but yeah, on PS4, it was a bit rough. Mostly okay. And I'm just curious to know how it will go on Switch. I'm really I, interested. From from not having played it myself on PS4 or, or at all, but um, the trailer that they showed in this, it did look like they scaled it back a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like, it's looking... Yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, even my PC... Like, my PC is not super high-end, high but... If I bump up the settings, it's just like, oh, maybe, maybe go a bit lower. I'm like, all right, Subnautica, sorry. It's, so, I mean, it's always the case with these, like, like those yeah. open world procedurally generated sort of games. It's, Again, it, that was a year ago, so maybe they've optimized it better and they've got it running better. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's one thing that I would absolutely recommend Subnautica if you're interested in that stuff, especially... Look, again, I said, the ocean's the worst. Keep Never go near it, but this game is really interesting. 
a really interesting way to sort of explore the depths of the ocean yeah. on, an alien, on an alien world. I recommend oh. it and hate it. <laughs> awesome. Cool. A glowing recommendation, I guess. <laughs> a recommendation. Yeah. Let's go with that. <laughs> uh, what do we got next? Uh, Hypnospace space Outlaw. Ooh, yeah. So uh, this one's pretty interesting. It's a, you're, you're like a... Um, they describe it as a 1999 internet sim, but it's basically you're like a... You're working for a company trying to like solve crimes by using the internet um and it's all like super lo-fi retro internet like uh browser windows and things like that and like scanning through websites and it reminds me of a lot of those other sort of like i don't how would you even describe them like orwell like yep. um papers please even papers please you're basically like, we, it, you're basically doing a job like a lot of it's, it is interacting with game made like windows and stuff on a pc Mm. I do mention that it comes when it comes out August 27th, it will also include the Plus update, which features 60 new pages and two hours of additional music, new games, slash apps, and more. So, yeah. Again, it's, it looks really interesting. There's a demo available as well. And I think it's on Game Pass as well. Yes, it is. So, um, I'm definitely going to check that one out. Um, I heard Justin McElroy from the, the Besties podcast talking about that earlier this year, and he really liked it. Um, yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, seems like some some good fun to be had there. Um, next up, got Torchlight Three. Exciting. Yeah, look, I was I I really want to play Torchlight Three. Me too. It's also aiming for fall twenty twenty, so that'll be our spring. Yep. I'm like, ah, oh, you shouldn't be coming out so close to Hades because you know what? I've been craving a Diablo adventure, and that's what Torchlight Three is going to be. But yeah. and, and let's face it, if we can avoid supporting blizzard at the moment it might be a good thing but um that's a whole big other kettle of fish for another day but um but yeah and i i fucking love torchlight one and two i really enjoy those games especially especially torchlight two when it was like mm, properly opened up to multiplayer and stuff i believe it's also on sale at the moment so i was like but no oh oh, that would be fun um at this point as a way for torchlight three yeah, I, that's I, that's why I didn't pull the trigger on it because I'm like, Torchlight Three is pretty close. Um, but yeah, it's got all the fun stuff, different pets as well. You can have a llama. I saw that's, that. That's awesome. Who's not you taking better, the llama? Yeah, you better fucking believe I'm taking the llama. Even though there is a pretty good doggo there as well. But um, yeah, Torchlight Three. If you know, you know. It's 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 a Diablo like, and it's really good. It does what it says on the box. If you it like well. loot, then this is a game you should look into. Absolutely, hundred um, percent. Next up was a game that I was it caught me from like it's a complete surprise. So me it's too. a game called Card Shark from Nariel and published by Devolver Digital. This is a game about cheating in card games using card manipulation, like yep. in eight, set in eighteenth century Europe. So, as someone who like I was starting to learn like card tricks and stuff like that, like close up magic card tricks and things like that, um, I'm fascinated by like card manipulation and tricks and things like this. So when this popped up, I was like, sign me up. I am in. Like if that game shadow dropped that day, I would have dropped everything and played that game. Cause it looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, that's from the creators of rain. So we know that we've got the yeah. pedigree there to make interesting sort of little games like this. Yeah. And with great writing as well. Cause the, I mean, cause rains is essentially text-based. Yes. Um, so it and it it's it made me laugh quite a few times. Mm-hmm. The game's very very funny. 
Um, yeah, I'm wondering if this is the game they they made with their Game of Thrones money. No, maybe this might be the because it looks a little bit more ambitious than Reigns. So, oh um, yeah, they're going all out on this game. Even the little video from the dev was funny with like his his deck full of just aces, aces, and he's just like trying to do card tricks and just throwing so them good. down. I'm like, yes, so I love it. I love it. Uh, then we had Garden Story. Got anything to? I, I'm kind of intrigued by this game. It looks cause... interesting. I, mm. It's hard to. I can't gather much from it. It's by Pictogram, and I think Rose City Games is publishing it. Mm. Uh, it looks interesting. I would it say does. I look it looks up. A, I would say look up a trailer because I wouldn't even know how to really describe it. I I mean I sort of got Zelda sort of because it's top down sprite yeah. adventure. I wonder if it's. I don't know. I, it I'm reminded not... me of that game, um, Forager. Which, oh yeah, which is on also sale. on. It's on sale <laughs> and it's also on Game Pass as well. And I'm like, I should really check that out because I was kind of interested in it. Um, but yeah, yeah I, we've got the sleeper hit up next, Joel. So I don't know if there's yeah. much you want to say All about. Right. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, it's fine. Let's move on. I just saw what was coming up next. Yeah, next up we have a uh, Bear and Breakfast from Gummy Cat Studio, published by uh, and um, Armor Game Studios. Time to console exclusive for the Switch. This is this game. I'm really excited for. Basically, right, you're a bear right yep and you have one job and it's yep. to run a bed and breakfast just run a successful bed and breakfast fucking a i am in let's go let's quaint, do it quaint visuals like the like doing up this this play oh man just i'm gonna lose so much time to this game yeah it looks great like and, it, and the, the tease of like exploring the forest outside as well like or, like, or right, you got the me. warnings about doing so and maybe don't do it but yeah oh, like, i'm doing it yeah fucking a um but it, it kind of feels like a little bit like a, a scale, like a, a a trimmed down Stardew Valley, where you've only got this one specific area to to focus on, uh, and I'm all for that. Like that, yeah, it looks really cool. Having like a focus thing where it's like this is your bed and breakfast, this is what you're focusing on. Deck the rooms out, attract customers, make sure it's coming. Also, you're a bear and you wear clothes. Um, yes. I this game looks great. Another yeah. one that if they were like it's out today, I probably would have dropped everything and played that game. I would have thrown my wallet at the screen for this, yeah. for this game, like absolutely in an instant. <laughs> yeah, and I would have gone, oh shit! Now I've got Card Shark and this to play. Fuck. Okay. Um. Yeah. No, that's that's looking really tidy. I'm very excited to keep an eye on that one. Then we had a nice um, little sizzle reel, Joel. Mm, Haven showing up again. This game's showing up everywhere. Haven's everywhere. It's um, it's, it's a nice, it's a cool game. I I'm, I like it. It's I mean, it's, I'm I'm okay with it. But it's just anytime there's a sizzle reel somewhere, Haven seems to be in it. Um, going under internships a heck, uh, which is a game that I saw pop up a little while ago. Um, it's like a roguelike dungeon crawler sort of with a uh, a really kind of like, I guess like more modern Cartoon Network style, like a Steven Universe vibe to it as well. Um, yeah. But it's all about being an intern at this like company that's yeah a failed tech startup company. Um, There's definitely some fun to be had there. Yeah, and I think it's got co-op as well. Um, it's being published by Team Seventeen as well, so I th- I'm definitely gonna check that one out. Like that one seems like 100% my shit. So, um, uh, what do we have next? Uh, the Red Lantern, which was. That, I am excited for this game. I honestly yeah. had completely forgot it, it existed until this point, and then I was instantly reminded because I want to run a sweet dog's dog sledding team and pat those doggos. Yeah, and be voiced by Ashley Birch. Yes, 
Sure. Great. I would, if, if I was voiced by Ashley Birch, my life would be better. It's just yeah. how, It's just a true fact. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. And I'd also be like, yeah, I'm a cool person. Um, Absolutely. Uh, Unrailed, which I believe has a demo out on the eShop yeah, at the moment. this one was interesting. I don't even know how to really describe the gameplay, but it looked it looked interesting. Overcooked, like with, the... overcooked yeah. with trains? Yeah. Or, you know what it's like? You know those um, like, uh, like pipe panic games where like the, the pipe fills up with... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that, but with trains and co-op. So just absolute mayhem. Um, this could be a bit of fun. This could be one of those, those sleeper hits that comes out and streamers pick up and sort of blows up a little bit. Um, who knows? Who knows? Uh, Inmost, which actually is out now. Yeah. Again, this out. is another game I played on the Steam Game Festival. This seems very much up your alley. Yeah, it's cool. I've never had to really describe it. It seems it's sort of like a adventure platformer. Mm. It, very, the, very good. Like sprite art looks very nice. Very visually, atmospheric. it reminded me of like the, what I've seen, like the Last Station and things like that. Yeah, Last Station. I also got sort of um, oh, what was the name? Lone Survivor vibes from it as well. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah. So again, uh, I don't know if it's a demo for that out there. Probably, probably is. But I think it's a Steam Festival coming up. They might do a demo for it anyway. But um, yeah, definitely very interesting. I would say look up a trailer. Uh, it's, on, it. it's on my wish list. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I might chuck it in my wish list because it looks like a lot of fun. Um, next game is one we've looked into. I th- you played you played the demo. Haven't I you? played a bit of a demo. Yes, and mm, I really I haven't got around to it so yet. badly. Yeah, uh, she dreams elsewhere. I believe we stumbled across this by it being described as like Persona meets Earthbound. Um, and I was like, with a sweet lo-fi soundtrack. Yeah, it was like, uh, yep. And then I watched the trailer and I was like, "Fucking Carney, you see this shit? <laughs> Give it to um, me!" Like it, it, yeah. It looks, it looks set to just basically be like, "Hey, remember Undertale?" Yes. Yep. This is the new Undertale, like because Undertale was sort of like, "Hey, remember Earthbound?" <laughs> big Undertale. <laughs> this is new Earthbound. Yeah, big Undertale slash Earthbound but energy like, coming for this. It still has a lot of unique stuff going for it, and again, it, that Lo-Fi soundtrack is just so good. Mm. Uh oh. Grindstones coming to the Switch. Um, Goodbye, I, Joel. <laughs> yeah, I sunk a lot of hours into this when I I had my subscription to Apple Arcade. Legitimately, like this game is worth your time. Like, as, if you want a game that you can just pick up and pl- uh, and pick up and put down at will, this is the game for you. Um, it's so much fun. It's got a, a great style to it, and it's like. It's gory in the most comically fun way. Like it's just, it's got that real like cartoon violence vibe to it. Um, for a you know essentially a matching puzzle game. Very excited for that to come to Switch. Uh, I'll see how much it costs. <laughs> um, but if they get rid of, I suppose with Apple Arcade, it didn't actually have that much. You did have to grind at certain points to like get currency to earn power ups and things like that. But that's fine. Um, and Ghana too, as well. Another game I played the I played Ghana. I played I bought Ghana because it was really cheap. Oh, I was cool. also just really bad at it, so I didn't yeah, play me much too. of it. <laughs> me too. I liked it. I really liked it. Visually, um, it looks stunning, but yeah, mm. I was just terrible at it. <laughs> um, I think this uh, Ghana two has got co op as well. Yes, I so it does that could be fun to to blast around and yeah, just like painting the world, like mm. to sort of make your way around it was really really cool. And Vendrol. I just I experienced maximum Victorian pride. 
when this indie, this this big old Nintendo indie world, ended with the confirmation of co-op coming to Untitled Goose Game. Yes, like absolutely amazing. Um, now there the, are two of them. <laughs> yep, the little game that could from House House Studios. Like that, like having Mister this, this this presentation end on the Untitled Goose Game title card and seeing like you know State Victoria and like Screen Victoria, it's just like yes. Yep. If only if only this country supported video games nationwide as well as, you know, some of the states do. But hey. Yep. Yeah. This game is a little game that could and yeah. For co op, like, heck, why not? If you haven't played Goose Game, right? If you haven't played it, when the co op comes out, buy it. Just buy the game. It's a free update, so the price isn't going up. It's also on Game Pass. I feel like I should be getting paid for this now. Hey <laughs> don't play this on Game Pass. Buy No, it. that's true, yeah. I I've got it downloaded on Game Pass. Honestly, but... I'm probably gonna buy the physical edition just to support it. I just yeah, want to. I really should do that. House House have made an amazing little game about terrorizing people. Yep, and now you can do it with your friends. Yeah, you, you and a friend can just ruin someone's day as a goose. <laughs> like, who doesn't want to do that? That final shot of like buffing behind the letterbox. No, 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 with the over the boy, both of them just honking oh, at the little boy. Yeah. Have you seen the meme of that? Where it's I like have the, like the little 29... boy, like twenty. 2020 and 2021. <laughs> yep. So good. So good. And so just, weirdly accurate. Um, I'm just, I'm also just curious to see how the game's AI is going to handle two of the geese. Yeah, that's very Because I'm curious, because I really feel like that could blow the game wide open, which is fine, right? Because as long as it's fun. <laughs> I'm wondering if they're going to, if, if it's been retooled in any way to like, I'm interested. Some of the, like, some of the solutions have to require two people to do it, two geese it, to do it. There might even be like new things they add in for this. That's it. It seems like it's going to be a, a decent update, and it's free, so... Yeah, free update. So buy Hunter a Goose Game. If you have not yet bought it, now is your chance. Yep, absolutely. Um, um, but yeah, that, that was... That was it. It was a real, It was really strong. I was so happy when that finished. Yep. Like, I, it started with Hades, and there's actually a new um, uh, trailer out for it as well. It's like an animated trailer. Um, go and watch that, because it's fucking awesome. With, I think... Oh, man. I, I might be super wrong when I say this. I think the trailer is from the studio involved with Castlevania's anime. Uh, I would believe that. It definitely looks like that. Uh, oh, I hope I'm not wrong because I'm too lazy to fact check. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Uh, I'll believe you. Oh, hang on. Here we go. So, Ooh. yeah, it looks like the trailer was produced by new studio, mm. Studio Grackle. And yeah, it was directed by directed by Spencer Wan, who was the animation director on Castlevania. There you go. Cool. Yep. Yeah. No, it so definitely yeah. has that. Definitely has some th- that Castlevania animation vibes to it. Um, yeah, it's definitely worth a look. All right. Shall we switch gears a little bit? Yeah, that's it for the Nintendo corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Big budget, baby. <laughs> let's go to yeah. If the stuff that I denied you, Joel. Now is your time. Yeah. All right. We'll start with the other one first, though. Should we start with? We'll go start, start we'll with, with Gotham. Yeah, Gotham Knights. Um, so WB Montreal finally lifted the lid on AKA the worst kept secret. Yeah, what part one of the worst kept secret? Because yeah, the other game is also the secret. worst kept secret as well. <laughs> it's the um, other worst kept secret. <laughs> yeah, it's just oh, the other one stings a little bit more though. But this one, uh, yeah, Gotham Knights finally got revealed. Um, playing as the Bat Family. Um, Batman's so, dead. He is. Mm. Well, he's dead like Captain America's dead. Exactly, yeah. That's 100% it. Um, But yeah, so the the four main characters you're playing as are Batgirl, 
uh, Robin, Nightwing, and Red Hood. Um, yeah, I I don't have huge knowledge of that of that, of those characters. Um, but I gotta say, the thing that attracted me the not the most because that that's sort of undercutting a little bit, but the the just the style and the graphics of, of the logos for each of the characters and the game itself. The Gotham Knights logo is like love it. Yeah. That neon purple, like nice design, clear cut lines. It's good. It's good shit. Um, yeah, so we got like a four and a half minute reveal trailer and then like ten minutes of gameplay. Um, they sort of went in hard on this one. Um and the, I, mean, I the guess gameplay... they had to, right? Because it's it's closer than Rock Studies. Yeah, so uh still coming out twenty twenty one. But it'll be on. I, I, I won't be surprised if it's. I mean, depending on what happens with coronavirus, it could be. It could end up being earlier in the year. We'll see. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's going to be on yeah current gen and next gen consoles. Uh, there's two player co op as well. You can play the whole game in two player co op. Uh, and it's sort of centered around. I, I did see the developers say something about this, but like. It's been teased for ages that, like, the Court of Owls stuff is going to be, you know, like, prevalent in this, um, which I don't, I'm not super familiar, again, with that, but it's um, basically, it, it centers around, like, um, child assassins and things like that, and apparently it's a really good, like, run of comics. Um, I do hear that, but it's, I, it's the time, finding the time, but I do hear yeah, it's good. It's one of the ones, it's one of the Batman stories that I'm like, I actually kind of want to read this, um... But maybe I'll just play it now. Um, but I did see some of the developers saying that, like, that's only the beginning. Like, that's there. There is more. There is more to the Court of Owls story than that they're showing so far. Oh, so, I mean, let's let's be real clear here. Batman's not dead. He's no, he's doing something behind the scenes. He's sleuthing something out. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, hundred percent. So um, worth mentioning, this isn't set in the Arkham universe. This is yeah. separate. So the Mr. Freeze we see in the trailer, different from the Mr. Freeze we encountered in the Arkham games. Great design, though. Really yes, love I do his think character it, design. I, he looks great, and I just like his ability seems more pronounced. Like that, that entire frozen building looked really good. Yeah, like it's... um, And even like little details about the world. Like I, I noticed um, I was watching the Easy Allies react to it today, and uh, Michael Huber pointed out the fact that as you're right, because the demo starts, the demo video starts with um, uh, a Batgirl riding on the on her motorbike towards something, um, and there's like screaming and stuff going on, and then there's like our police officers down the end of the street, and they're pointing up at the building, they're like, Go, "No, this way, this way," and like directing you to a ramp so you can get up onto the high ground to sort of scope out what's going on. I'm like, that's cool. I like that. It sort of reminds me of the wind in Ghost of Tsushima. Absolutely, yeah. And I feel like we're going to see a lot of games doing that now with its like natural I mean, path making. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, as as more games strive to be open world, I guess you've got to find more interesting ways to direct a player rather than be like, "Hey, follow the line." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing that interests me the most is when you read the description for this game, they do refer to it as a as an action RPG. Because enemies have numbers now, Joel. They have levels. You do number damage to them. There's experience. You'll be probably leveling up. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder... I mean, between this and Suicide Squad, both are ripe to be games as a service. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they're both of them are teetering on the edge. I think they're like, 
could go either way. Like they could, they could walk that fine line and and be and be both like a, both a, a good single player experience and also mm. have that games as a service ongoing support. Um, it's cool about the the leveling stuff as well that like boss fights will scale as well and have different like attacks and abilities depending on what your level you're at. Because um, I was watching the the gameplay demo. Uh, if you watch it on YouTube, just the actual gameplay demo from from them, I think it is. There's like an audio commentary from like the, one of the game, the, one of the devs on it as well. Um, and he mentions that at the end, where he's like, "This nice. this this Mr. Freeze fight could like if you come into this Mr. Freeze fight at level five, it'll look different than it does if you come into it at level fifteen. Neat. Um, I was like, "That's really cool. Like, that's a really good idea." Um, and yeah, like it might even like encourage you to go back. To different fights to see if, if you really like the boss fight and you're like i want to see how that's evolved if there's an ability like at the ability to go back and do that that might be a cool thing as well um what did you think though Kyron? so i'm not man i haven't played a batman game since i fell off city hard like mm-hmm. i finished arkham asylum but i just got so bored of arkham city that i never sort of went back to the series i've got arkham knight because it was a plus game um i never played origins so hearing that this wasn't set in the Arkham universe and seeing I know I know there's a lot of people concerned about seeing it as more of an action RPG and seeing the numbers and seeing the levels yeah. but for me I'm just like uh, I you have my attention right if this is fun co-op I could be convinced mm. I'm kind of uh, again I I played through I finished Arkham Asylum I played through most like I think I got right up to the end of City and I never went back to it. I think something else came out and I got sidetracked. Um, and I started Arkham Knight and I didn't really like it. I was like, I'm good. I put it down. Um, i got to say, I'm kind of into this. Uh, this was a pretty good reveal. This was a pretty good showing. Um, I liked the variety between the four ma- like main characters you'd be able to play as. I like that uh, Red Hood just shoots people. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> just he's just, he's just guns out. Let's go. Um, and yeah, they, they all do seem fairly varied, like, whereas like Batgirl seems to be like your traditional Batman Arkham combat. Um, the other characters sort of mix it up with different abilities and different things. I did like Batgirl's, like, she calls them like a rain of something. It's like an area yeah, of effect. Again, I assume there'll be like, yeah, abilities like that, that are a bit more wild compared to what the Arkham games normally are, which are usually pretty grounded. So I'm very yeah. curious to see just how crazy they go with it. Yeah, I'm 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 definitely keeping my eye on this one. I think this could be a lot of fun. Um and yeah, like having them tackle something like, you know, Court of Owls seems like it could be cool. Um yeah, I'm kinda into it. But Kyron, we finally got to see well we didn't see the game. Okay, so we got we got a cinematic trailer for Rocksteady's next project, which is of course Suicide. I- I feel obligated. Okay? okay, I said this. I said this about Ubisoft when I didn't address things. I said it about Ubisoft, so I That's feel fair. like that. So yeah. that Rocksteady just not addressing the issues going around the company over the last week with that big Guardian piece talking about the sexual harassment, of well, just the general harassment going over, but mostly sexual, over at Rocksteady. Uh, instead, it was also that YouTube video from the person who organized the letter that the Guardian article talks about, which I yeah. recommend watching. I might even link it in the um, show notes. Yeah, great. Uh, Rocksteady put out a statement which 
Where do I even start? Where do I even start? Like, you can go read a statement as well. It's it's basically nothing. Yeah. And then to add to the nothing, if you try to open it, it might, but it may change when the episode goes live. But you can't reply. They switched off replies. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It just um, it. I saw a meme which was basically like a Steam post. And it's it, it honestly is how this letter reads when you read it. It's like a Steam post of a guy, a kid who's been banned. And he's like, sorry, I was bad. I was misbehaving in this game. Something went wrong, blah, blah, blah. Here is my dad to prove it. And it's just the exact same post. And it's just, hi, I'm his dad. He did nothing wrong. Please unban him. I'm like, that's what it is. It's like this letter from Rock City. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they haven't handled it well. They haven't. No, you're 100% right. And it would be sort of, you know, pretty in poor taste if we didn't bring that up. So thank you. Um, It does sour this a little bit. Just a quick mid-episode inclusion here as I'm editing the podcast to post that or to say that Rocksteady has since put out a second statement that sort of addresses things more directly, which I'll link in the episode notes, as well as the woman in question, uh, Kim Mackerskill, sort of not really accepting it, but being happy to move forward with it. I still think it's an issue that's worth talking about, but yeah, I'll link to both for Rocksteady statements and YouTube video in the podcast notes. Uh, anyway, back to the show. Uh, but Suicide Squad, let's talk about it. Let's go. Cool. Okay, so we got to see... Basically, all we saw was a um, a like a pretty substantial uh, CG trailer. Um, was it in- CG? It's so hard to tell because this is next-gen only. Well, that's right? it. Like, you assume it's CG, but this could be all completely in-engine. But... Um, whatever it was it looked great like it looked visually it looked amazing um but yeah we're in metropolis um and we get introduced to our four anti-heroes uh being uh harley quinn captain boomerang deadshot and king shark and this one is set in the arkham universe isn't it yes this is part of the Arkhamverse. so, so yeah, yeah you were saying before about like you know batman's not really dead in the um in Gotham Knights and he's hunting stuff down. Heard some people saying maybe interesting theory that Batman could be, uh, he, he might not be affected by what's going on. He I don't think he's going to be. I think he's going to, it's going to be, yeah, the uneasy Alliance will, will happen maybe with, uh, with Batman and, and the uh, suicide squad. And if that happens, fucking let's go, let's, let's get into it. Um, but yeah, sort of introduce you to like where we're going to be what's going to be going on the tone of what they're going for i got a real sunset overdrive vibe i actually saw a, a lot of posts pointing that out so yeah you're not the only one if that helps no it's not a bad thing honestly uh it's a little more i guess grounded than sunset overdrive was it's not like you know comic book words coming out of things as you hit stuff um which honestly if they decided to do that in this game it probably wouldn't be t- out of place um it seems very like tongue-in-cheek light-hearted pretty sure captain boomerang is voiced by the voice actor for Junkrat. sounded very similar yes captain boomerang also got the most genuine laugh out of me at the very end like Fucking... that entire the way that last bit is framed where yep. they're all just smart melving smart melving mouthing and talking at superman for saving that guy and then he absolutely obliterates him. And just the look on their face, and Captain Boomerang is like, so do you work at here we have to kill? And just the way they all point. Just point, like casually point. Superman. Ah, oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> just, I laughed. Yeah. Uh, it got a good chuckle out of me. Um, it, it gives me hope. Because again, like I said, I'm not a big fan of DC, but no. this looks good, and four-player co-op is fun. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but also, you can play single-player with AI-controlled teammates. Yes. Um, but also, I kind of like the idea of it's killing the Justice League, man. I know. <laughs> Except, I don't want to kill Wonder Woman. Don't make me kill Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh, she's got. She's going to go. She's going to go. I think this, Batman's like, the only one who survives it, and he's... Well, so here's the thing. Are they going to actually... This is what I want to get into. Thing, I think right? like, yeah. Are we actually going to be killing them straight out, or are we going to be doubt like... it, right? Because I've, I've heard people saying that, like, that... The, the trailer opens with like this giant skull thing that looks like it's in it, which apparently is Brainiac. What is, yeah, that's what I. That's a safe bet, right? Because I, yeah. I doubt we're killing the Justice League, man. Yeah, not especially not that this is part of like the Arkhamverse continuity. Like, no, man. But you know what? If they did that, like, fucking, that would be. I'd kind of be into it. I'm still into it it'd, regardless. It'd be ballsy. Yeah. It'd be ballsy as hell. I'm still into it regardless because just the, from everything, the tone of this, like, you know, Harley being Harley and just doing it well. I don't actually know who's voicing it. I don't know if it's Tara Strong or not. I hope it is. Right, I don't, they probably didn't confirm yet, but I mean, yeah. if it's part of the Arkhamverse, I assume it would carry over, right? Yeah, you would think so. Um, I did see the Gotham Knights voice actors were just posting their tweets of like, I am Nightwing. I am oh, Batgirl. Nice. Yeah, it was, I saw a couple of them pop up and I'm like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Um, and it was literally, that's what they said. It was like, I am Batgirl. I'm like, brilliant. Um, Deadshot being sort of like, you know, the action hero guy. That was the other part that made me laugh in the trailer where he's just like, it's the one thing you're forgetting about me. I never I never miss. Yes, you don't bloody shut up about it all the time. The way uh, that... Um, if you want to know for sure, Tara Strong is Harley Quinn. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. She's great. Um, yeah, Captain Boomerang just being like, you won't shut up about it all the time. Got a good laugh out of me as well. Um, <laughs> referring to having a hangover as a bar. Uh, no, the last fight they were in as a Barney. Um, <laughs> Captain Boomerang was a highlight for this for me. He was pretty funny, especially the way that, um, is it Deadshot? Yep. Just the way he's just like mocking his Australian accent. It's like, what do, oh, you, what yeah. do you call that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that Australian, Australian for hangover? <laughs> he just flips him off. Um, it's... It's very much like if you don't like the idea of Harley Quinn or like the Suicide Squad in general, this probably isn't going to tip you over the line, I don't think. Um, but I I love the idea of the Suicide Squad in as a thing, as, as a general idea. So I want to like this like franchise so much. And so far, all I've got is a pretty subpar... Actually, that's selling it way too highly. A fucking awful movie. Um, I mean, hey, I mean, kudos to DC for keeping the thing that worked out of it, and that is Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Absolutely, hundred percent. Um, and yeah, so I, I really want to like this, and it, again, four player co op. Yep. I uh, man, okay. Here's the thing. Just off the top of your head, who would you pick? Who would you say? Who would you main? I mean, you always want to play as Harley Quinn, right? Yeah, but I mean, if I'm not yeah. playing as Harley Quinn, like. I gotta to stick to my boy King Shark. King Shark, yeah. I gotta say, Captain Boomerang looks like because it looks like he's got some uh, new tricks up his sleeve. He's got. Uh, I think they mention it in. So after the gameplay trailer, there was a whole like interview thing with Will Arnett talking to the four characters basically, uh, and I think Boomerang mentions something about the fact that he stole something from the Flash. It's like technology from the Flash that, and it sounds like that's what enables him to move so quickly. Well, because here's the thing, right? We've got a level of playing field. They're fighting for Justice League. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And I just, yeah, the look on their faces when they... The look when on the their faces... When the boomerang hit Superman, oh, I also laughed. <laughs> fucking great. 
I wouldn't have done that, Sharky. Um, <laughs> like, it's yeah, I, I'm excited for, to keep an eye on this. Yeah. It's it's a long way away. It's not till 2022, and it is next-gen only. Um, but, yeah, I am pretty ex- excited was, for this. It was so funny seeing people surprised. They're like, oh, all we got was a four-minute a four minute CG trailer, like a four-minute trailer, no deep day, dive gameplay. I'm like, it said 2022, guys. Like, yeah, exactly. Sure, Rocksteady's been taking a while, but give him... Give him time, I guess. Like, at least you know... Like, again, it was the worst-kept secret. We all sort of... Yeah. I forget when exactly we found out they were making a Suicide Squad game before they confirmed it, but we've known for a while. Well, because the rumor... The first rumor was that they were making a Superman game, which makes sense now, seeing this and seeing that Superman is in it. Because the, the, yeah. the original and rumor was like... Metropolis. Exactly. Initially. The original rumor was it's a Superman game and it's set in Metropolis. So, like... Um, so, do you think you'll be going to different locations? Because I think it is also open world as well. Yeah. I mean, if they have a couple sense. of large hubs, I won't mind. It makes sense, like if you're going to be tracking down, because it, it would eliminate my main issue with the Arkham games, where it's like, God, the city is so big, and I just don't want to traverse something that large. But if they're relatively large hubs, then I'm probably going to enjoy it more. We'll see. I guess we and, got we got two years. <laughs> and that's the one thing about both this and Gotham Knights, like the traversal. I know a lot of people love traversing the maps in. The art, like Rocksteady's previous Arkham games, I, I just got a little bit tedious for me after a while. It seems like the uh, things are a little bit more snappier because speaking of teleportation in Gotham Knights, Robin can teleport as well. Maybe that's where I think he's wearing because well, Flash Tech. There, I think that's what it is. I'm getting confused. Well, because they because I think they mentioned that it was it's like Justice League Tech in yeah. Gotham Knights. Maybe it's in but, both. I mean, Captain Boomerang has something like <laughs> he does. You can see it on his arm. He's got something yeah. that looks like. It's powering him up. Mm. Um, and I love that, yeah, King Shark is like the straight man of the group. Like, he's the Drax of the Suicide Squad, Shout essentially. Shout out to King Shark. Yeah, King Shark's <laughs> awesome. My new favorite DC character. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. I, I really enjoy Harley Quinn. I like the idea of the Suicide Squad. I do enjoy what Rocksteady do, so... Fingers crossed. Part, we'll yeah. see... We'll- Hopefully we'll see it again next year and we'll see how it's looking. Yeah. We'll see some gameplay. Fingers crossed. Hey, who knows? It might even show up at like Game Awards or something like that. We might get another teaser at Game Awards or a little bit of gameplay at Game Awards. Like, I don't I don't want to even try to imagine what Game Awards is going to look like this year. Fucking batshit crazy. That's what it's going to be. Um, But yeah. I think that's it. I, did, I, was, I was almost going to bring up Control, but I just want to... I still want to talk about it too much, but just so bummed out about how that whole thing went down with uh yep. the ultimate edition uh a, an official statement was put out on the control twitter account i think from i'm not sure if it was from remedy or from 505 but it attempted to break down and explain the situation but it didn't really say anything except reinforce that what we already knew and yeah. i don't i just want to go on the record and say that as much as annoyed as i am about how they've handled this there's a simple solution where I'm happy to buy even just like a twenty dollar pass. Like yep. if I, if it cost me twenty bucks, to to play Control on next gen, I understand because I completely understand that it's taking dev time to make those. It's not like they flick a switch and go, "Cool, our next gen version of the Control is ready to go." All exactly. right, push it out, guys. Yeah, so I know it's costing him money. So I I respect that there's got to be some 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 financial compensation, but I just don't want to buy the whole game again. When I already spent 
the 70, 80 odd dollars on the full version and then like 30 or 40 on the season pass. Like, I don't know. That's fair. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty rough how they handle that situation. And you're right. And again, the simple it might solution be 505 is... more than Remedy, but yeah. I have a feeling it is because it, yeah, I don't know. But you, who knows with these sort of situations, is it? Um, but yeah. Yeah, that's 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 kind of it then. That's the that's the episode, Joel. Beautiful. Guess you're gonna get me to <laughs> outro this for you. Yeah, huh? time for you to take us out. Alrighty, cool. Well, if you've gotten this far into the episode, thank you very much for listening to the Dialogue Options podcast once again. Uh, we really appreciate your patronage, hanging out with us, listening to what we have to say. Um, if you disagree or you agree or you just want to tell us something about what we've said on the show. Contact us on all our social medias. We are at Dialogue Options. Um, you can email us, contact at Dialogue Options, I believe is the .com. Yes. Is the email address. I don't think I, I ever mentioned that. So um, it's also on the website as well, dialogueoptions.com. You can find us all over those places. Uh, in terms of our personal accounts, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where uh, I finally picked up Beat Saber this week. Um, that's been real fun also my arms are so sore i did two days in a row of like 45 minutes of just straight uh like while griffin was having a nap of just like straight working out with playing beat saber and really getting into it um and yeah i felt like i woke up the next day and i'm like i am so fucking sore my arms and my legs from squatting as well kills me man (laughs) oh boy uh and also just in terms of things i've been watching I tweeted about, I, I watched the first episode of Lovecraft Country. It's pretty good. I like it. I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, and I watched an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia that made me cry. I know the exact one you mean. I haven't even watched the season, but I when I saw what that part was, I made sure to track it down when it came out and watch it, and it's beautiful. It's fucking incredible. Um, Such a yep. surprise from that show. Yep. Love it. Yep. That show is just fucking great. Uh, but where can they find you, Karen? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX. And honestly, what I've been talking about has covered most of my recent tweets. So we'll scroll back a bit further. We'll scroll. I was going to, because my most recent tweet I was going to bring, which was from two, like four days ago, which was literally verbatim. Happy to report, but I actually enjoyed, quite enjoyed what I played of the new Battletoads so far. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> tweets that aged poorly. Tweets that aged poorly indeed. Oh boy. Oh boy! So, I'll just go back and I'll just I'll I'll, I'll read out a retweet because I retweeted a tweet from um, Michael Hingham from uh, Gamespot. He, had a, he has a he has a great interview, a great chat with the creator for She Dreams Elsewhere. Cool. Uh, which I, is wor- worth giving it a read. The quote that he's clipped out here, which was "I'm just doing me," and I hope in the years following, you see more black people and people of color being able to make those games where we can just be ourselves. So yeah. Fuck yeah. Read that article and don't skip She Dreams Elsewhere. Fuck yeah. Could not agree more. Well, in that case, it's time for us to say goodbye. Thanks once again, and uh, we'll see you next time. See ya.
Dialogue Options Podcast.